I'm tired of seeing these uh, the, these people in the Northeast making videos saying, "Oh, Texas is a bunch of pussies when it comes to it." Look, look, hey, you want you want to call his name? That's fine. That's fine. I can't wait till y'all start do- dropping dead when it's 92 degrees outside. All right, go buy an air conditioner. Okay, we have 38 snowplows in the entire fucking state. Eat my ass. It's fucking cold. 
Pipes are breaking everywhere. Not at the state's household. It's cold. Snow on the ground. Yesterday's high was like 14. Christ almighty, I don't live in Wisconsin. 14 is a high? Yeah, global warming. Oh, sorry, let me push the goalpost back and call it climate change. God damn. But I ain't going to bitch all day about the weather, I promise you. I, I, I'm, I'm getting it out of my system right now. But let's do some good mornings to cheer me up. By the way, by the way, today, that's right, it's the return. Celebrity-ass deathmatch, but uh, celebrity rehab-ass deathmatch. That's right, all the contestants... Bubba and I worked on this yesterday. My co-host Bubba, who's back in the studio now, worked on this yesterday. We have a great round of Celebrity Rehab Ass Deathmatch coming your way. Where else are you going to get that? That's right. Was Douglas first one here today? Look at that. Douglas got here early in the motherfucker. He says, good morning, ass family, and happy hump day. Well, hump day, hump day, hump day. Right back at you. Andrew says, hola, familia. Hope everyone is having a great hump day. Well, we are so hump far. Hump day, hump day, hump day. Uh, Hangtown Jen says, good morning, ass family. Happy hump day. Hump day, hump day, hump day. Uh, Bradster says, hello, Bingen. Happy hump day. Hump day, hump day, hump day. Anthony says, good morning, dog. And the ass family click had to do it with DMX and Hammer repping. Damn right. Fuck yeah, we, we're at Hammer, DMX going today. Shit. Shit. Uh, Dave Coe says, good morning. What's up, buddy? How you doing, pal? Christopher in Fresno says, big guy laying it down. Dude, I, I love old MC Hammer. I, I'll tell you this right now. Old run DMC is great, but old MC Hammer, turn this mother out, and, and let's get it started. He was selling cassettes out of the back of his trunk, uh, in his trunk. He was, like, doing club shows in Oakland. And he was selling those, and I'll never forget when this when this cassette came out. I had the Let's Get It Started cassette. That's how fucking old I am. I'm an OG motherfucker, and that now that was a fucking awesome song. Uh, let's see, uh, Mel. Good morning. Hey, Mel. What's going on? I hope you're doing well today in Sacramento. Uh, let's see, uh, Douglas. I saw his look of approval last night. What, what's he talking? Okay. Uh, good morning, 38 Plows. Wow, California has that many at one Caltrans facility. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I woke up in the night just so I could be first. Uh, I guess me, good morning, was no good. What? Uh, what? what good, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, hot Mama, I, I passed you right by. Hot Mama, good morning, ass. Happy hump day. Hump day, hump day, hump day. Hot Mama, come on now. You're the one who gave us the Friday Eve. I give you all the credit in the world for that. Uh, oh, talking about Bubba's look of approval. Yes, yes, the Bubster, who is who is now laying next to me. The co-host, not near a microphone, thank God. He was, it was weird. He was sitting on the couch, and he was just looking at me, and he's like breathing out loud like he just ran a marathon. He's just sitting there going, <sighs> it was like he was almost purring. Uh, all right, lots of uh, shit. We got we got a lot of stuff to get to today. Beside celebrity rehab ass death match, we, we do we do. We're gonna make a phone call early this morning. 
Ratburger. Uh, I don't see Ratburger here yet, but I'm sure he's he's around somewhere. Ratburger. Yeah, there he's logged on. I know he's logged on. Uh, he sent me a story. I had it. I found it this morning, and we're going to call the New York uh, School District. Oh, we, we New York, San Francisco, and L.A. School Districts today we're talking about in the first segment, however long that's going to be. We haven't started it yet, though. We haven't started the first uh, segment. Shape all these snow into dicks and come all whole suck it up. Uh, Radberger says, I vote present. Okay. Before we get to even starting the show. If you're a Miami Dolphin fan, I know, I, I'm, I'm transitioning into something before we get into all the, the heady shit. I, I like starting the show that way. It, it's my new favorite way to start the show. Rather than just that, we have to warm it up. Uh, any Miami Dolphins fans out there? That, because if you're a Miami Dolphins fan, and you're scratching your head thinking to yourself, why doesn't my team ever go to the playoffs? Why doesn't my team ever go to the Super Bowl? Why doesn't my team ever win the Super Bowl? As a Cowboy fan, I can answer why my team doesn't win the Super Bowl is because, A, we have this dumb owner who thinks he can be a fucking GM and run things. And, B, we don't have a talented enough quarterback. And, oh, and C, Ezekiel Elliott needs to stop the feeding me motion. Those are all reasons why the Cowboys don't go to the Super Bowl. Here is a big reason why the Miami Dolphins haven't won a Super Bowl and will not win a Super Bowl, I will say, until after 2026. Let me read you the headline. Dolphins kicker signs $22 million deal through 2026, which includes a $10 million deal. Guarantee. Ah, guarantee. Why are you paying your kicker that much? I, I, I don't care if he's an all pro. Twenty. I, 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 I I'm stupefied. Through 2026, that's a five-year contract. They're paying their kicker like four million dollars a year. And they give him $10 million of it guaranteed? What in the fuck is wrong with you? This would be like the Miami Marlins signing, uh, signing the dugout catcher or the bullpen catcher to an astronomical $30 million a year deal. He is a kicker. Buenos dias, Ogre. If I was a season ticket holder, I would I would want a refund. Why are we paying the kicker so much money? The kicker is a position you, that learn this. Hey, Miami, GM, if you're listening right now. League minimum. League minimum for kicker. His 36 field goals ranked him second. So he's not even the best kicker in the league, and you're paying him better than some second-string quarterbacks. What the fuck? He's an 87% kicker? And they drafted him in the seventh round in 2018. So he's been around. 
He's got to be the highest paid kicker in the league. What the shit? A kicker worth $22 million. Did, did I get in a time machine? I, I'm just wondering. I, I, I don't know. Did I get into a time machine? And go back and sign Morton Anderson? How about Eddie Murray? Those guys were good kickers. This guy's an 87% kicker. That's a great number. Ah, if you're going to get paid $22 million, though, I want it past 95%. What the fuck? Man. Man, oh, man. I'm going to lose my mind this morning at some point. And probably in this first segment, before we get to the school districts, I'm going to lose my mind. And then during the school district talk, I'm completely losing my mind. Just, just to let you guys know, there will be some yelling probably today. Not only on my part, when you guys hear the stories, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah, kickers just ain't been the same since the dude with the half a foot. Jack, what was his name? Jack, Jack Dempsey or something like that? Rick, uh, Rick Dempsey? The guy who kicked the, the longest field goal ever with the club foot, with the with the half foot? Yeah. I'd pay that motherfucker that much money because he's making long-ass field goals. $22 million for a kicker. God damn. I mean, shit. Gomer? Golly. Right? fuck's sake. Yeah, you wear that ugly fucking... You know what? I, I bet you poor Dan Marino. Dan Marino's sitting in his office thinking, man, oh man, maybe my franchise will win a Super Bowl someday. And then he sees this deal and he goes, nope. Yeah, Jan Stenrud, amen. For God's sake. Holy hell. That's, that's just retarded. All right, now. Oh, by the way, we've got a new sound effect today. It was on last night. 16 Candles was on. And my favorite line is when Long Duck Dong is missing. And Grandpa calls him in. And he's describing him. He was wearing a, a red Argyle sweater, tan slacks, and red shoes. No, he's not retarded. <laughs> no, he's not retarded. By the way, it's edited on the TV version. They, they don't play this part. No, he's not retarded. That's the best part of the whole movie. I fucking bust a gut every time I hear that. No, he's not retarded. Dong, where is automobile? <laughs> automobile lick. Big lick. That movie is so great on so many levels. Fred, good morning, my man. Uh, all right, let, let's start with some more stupidity, shall we? Do they say, no, he's not special needs? No, they just edit that shit out. Like, like the, the whole line is this. Uh, he's wearing a red Argyle sweater, tan trousers, and red shoes. What's that? No, he's not retarded. They edit it right before the, what's that? Yeah, and then they, they click to something else. Pisses me the fuck off. All right, you ready? You ready? Is Stackar here? If, if, if Stackar hadn't been here in a couple days. Everything all right with Stackar? 
Justin Tucker gets $5 million a year. Holy shit. Well, he should. He went to the University of Texas. We don't talk bad about Justin Tucker on the show, uh, Douglas. He's a longhorn and an opera singer. Stackar, there you are. You ready for this, buddy? Joe Biden, your president, back citizenship for 11 million illegal immigrants. Yay! Come on in. You're now citizens. Fuck taking the citizenship test. He has created a pathway for citizenship to at least 11 million illegal immigrants. Unbelievable. I I mean, seriously, what is this? I'm sorry. I I have a huge problem with this. I have... I, I, no, this is bullshit. This is horrible. This is, and this has nothing to do with DACA or DACA or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, Tucker is the best kicker in the league right now, and I wasn't talking shit. Oh, I, I know. Douglas, I, I just defend my man Justin Tucker because he did go to Texas. And his field goal did beat Texas A&M in the last game ever between Texas and Texas A&M at Texas A&M. So, fuck you, Aggies. Uh, woohoo, welcome all. Um, why so little we can't, uh, everyone in? We should just rename the United States of everyone else. Let everyone from Canada and Mexico mail in their vote. Dave Coe says, no, he created a pathway to free everything for him. Well, Dave Coe, you get the first one today. Yep. Correct the mundo. I have no problem with people that want to come to America. I, I, I haven't said close the borders. I haven't said do any of that kind of stuff. I don't think that that's not where America is. But you have to do it the right way. You have to go through. It, it's an honor to become a citizen of the United States of America. It really is. And ours is a 10-year process, and you have to learn about America, and then you go through all this kind of stuff. And it, it, it's, a long, it's, it's a long process. It's not a hard process. Look into Canada. Look into what it takes to become a citizen of Canada. And you'd be like, fuck, America's, pff, America's easy. Look at other countries around the world and what it takes. Uh, can he just take down the wall so everyone can just walk in? Well, there's a big pile up down in Mexico right now of illegals coming up from, you know, and, and when I say illegals, I ain't just talking about it, the Mexicans. These are people from Central America, from South America that, that traveled their way on up. No. Sorry. Sorry, folks. Country's closed. Moose out front should have told you. You do it the right way, I support it. I'll help you somehow if I can. If I can help you study to take the citizenship test, I would love to help you. You don't just open the door and say, come on in. America isn't a teenager's house party that went wrong. 
You, you, you remember that movie Project X where the kid has the house party and like 10,000 people show up and ruin the house in the neighborhood? That's America. Just come on in. Use all our resources and, and, and bog down our health care system because our health care system used to be the best in the world. Now it's the most overused and it's the trashiest. But hey, who gives a fuck? You're in America now. <sighs> yeah, there are Iranians coming up in the border as well. Yes, yeah, this is where they know to come. Uh, Kale says, hello, asses. Laying in the snow, trying to fix a cooler for a commercial kitchen. If you need service on your heat, uh, heading or heating or key, uh, cooling equipment, those people deserve a tip for making sure you're comfortable. Fellatio or cash or both is nice. Okay. I won't do the fellatio, but hey, I'll give him a tip. I always offer him water. Whenever, uh, da, da, da. This is something to know. This is a cooth thing, people. If you're ever getting anything delivered or set up in your house, always offer water. That goes a long way. Just, just know that. Offer them something to drink. doesn't have to be water. Just would you guys like something to drink? It goes a long, long way. Alicia, good morning, ass family. Good morning, Alicia. Uh, Strange Brew is a great movie. Oh, God, yeah, it is. Uh, I can see the Iranians now saying, hola, como esta? <laughs> hola, 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 Oh, and by the way, Joe has done something else. I think this is great. The administration has ordered immigration officials to remove the word alien and illegal alien from official communications and use non-citizen instead to avoid dehumanizing language. Fuck you. Clooney offers them anal and gets outstanding service. A mall. He offers them a mall. Yes, yes. And they get mixed up too like I do. A mall. It's A-M-A-L. V-Coop. A-M-A-L. Well, I got in a lot of trouble for that one. By the way, by the way, the, these people that we call illegal aliens, which, by the way, I'm, I'm not changing that. Do, do you remember what it used to be? It used to be undocumented workers. You, you remember that when they tried with this political bullshit, this political correctness bullshit? Call them undocumented workers. Well, if they don't have documents, how are they working? Oh, they're working illegally? And they're here from another land? Well, that means they're an alien to this area, so they are illegal aliens. Non-citizen? Oh, God, isn't that worse? You're a non-citizen. What the shit kind of talk is that? Is that RoboCop talk? Hello, citizen. Look, everyone, it's a non-citizen. Do we really? Is this what America needs? And look, America's got plenty of room. We got plenty of room. You want to do it the right way? Look at Utah. Look at Nevada between Reno and, and Las Vegas. And then you get this. Hey, ain't he you wants to live there? Well, too fucking bad. The big cities are closed. The asshole in charge of the country should have told you. 
Stop going to populated areas. Make it on your own. Colorado. Nebraska. The Dakotas. They've got plenty of places that you can spread out. And you can make your stank-ass food in your garage. I tell you this, I had a I had a neighbor when I lived in Roseville. I lived in Roseville. I'd come home every day. It's almost like immigrants are trying to use a jailbroken fire stick, right? And we get to do that in America instead. By the way, whoever told me to look up the New York Times, I could not find a feed. You were right; it was there, but it wasn't there. For the uh, New York Times presents the uh, framing of Britney Spears. I still haven't seen it. This is, uh, I'm so tired of this. I mean, come on. Do we need more illegals in this country? Do you know what illegals do? They cause people. They, they work at the worst places. Why? Because those people can pay them whatever they want. I think people that work out in the fields, the, the, the people picking fruit, People doing all this kind of stuff, they need to get paid right. And these people aren't going to pay them right because, well, they don't have social security numbers, so they can give them a couple bucks an hour. But there's plenty of room everywhere. I used to come home from uh, the show that I did every day, and I'd see these people out in their garage. And somebody had told me that they were Iranian people, so I was like, all right, I'll stay away from them. I ain't got no, look, I don't have anything in common with them, and I don't want to have anything in common with them. Does that make me a bad person? If it does, I'm a bad person. I'm, I'm okay with it. But I was like, what the fuck are they doing in the garage? What are they doing in the garage? Well, they're cooking in the garage. You want to know why? Because they don't want to stink up the house in case they want to move. Have you ever, has, have you ever been house shopping and, and, and you went into one of those houses where they've been cooking whatever they cook over there? And that shit stinks. I'm like, I would rather move into somebody who was smoking a carton of cigarettes a day's house than this shit. Oh, you're not missing much. I watched the free Britney thing. It did not shed too much more light on the whole situation than already we knew. What it did was bring together all the people who used the hashtag free Britney thingy to make a movement about it. She's still not free. No, she's not. She is not free. Mm. I I still want to know if that hygiene story is true. She has, like, some of the worst hygiene. (sighs) Panty raid. Oh, I'm just telling you right now. She got bad hygiene. Oh, man. I would wear her panties over my head all day long. Uh, They cook in the garage to not stink up the house, knowing that Americans are bigots when it comes to food. You're goddamn right. That shit stinks. Hey, man, it can taste good all at once. I, I, I ain't never had it because it smells too damn bad. Sorry. I imagine that they probably think McDonald's smells bad or, 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 or barbecue smells bad. Sadly, it did not discuss her hygiene. Okay, that's the documentary I want to do. I want to do a documentary based on Britney Spears' hygiene. I don't think that I'll be able to get anywhere near her because that's kind of weird. But man, oh, man. Britney Smears smell. Oh, 
I'd take it. I'd take it for about a day. And I'd be like, man, you need to bathe. She's so hot. God damn. Mm -mm -mm. All right, so yes, uh, the phrase illegal aliens. And I mean, you know you know who's going to have the biggest problem with it. I, I got to say this right now. I got to find it now. Uh, let's see. Hold on. There we go. There we go. I found it. Now this computer will work. Uh-huh. Oh, there we go. I need to download this song. There we go. What is, I, I mean, Phil Collins, he, he's going to have nothing to sing about anymore. By the way, has anybody been following this Phil Collins story? Phil Collins, man, I tell you what. Phil Collins, he he kind of has turned into Mr. Peanut. He kind of looks like Mr. Peanut. And his wife, who, like, stole his house and was in there with, like, a lover. I, I got to say, man, I thought Phil Collins could do a lot better. I really did. It looks like he married a Tijuana transvestite hooker. That's what his his ex-wife or his wife looks like. That bitch is beat up from the feet up. Toe up from the flow up. God damn. Woof. Man, I feel bad for Phil Collins. I used to like Phil Collins. Whew. Speaking of Phil Collins, do you know what was on last night? I hit the holy grail of television last night. I, I, I was up until midnight last night. You want to know why? The very first episode ever, ever, ever Oh man, hold on I got I gotta find oh. do I have that song? Oh I, I think I do. It's under the J. I don't have Jan Hammer. Come on now. The first ever episode of Miami Vice was on last night. That's a unicorn, people. Don Johnson did not wear Ray-Bans in that one. That was where we, we, we thought Rico Tubbs' name was Raphael, but the Raphael was his brother. It was a two-hour joint. Damn, that show was good. Whew. That was a good episode. That's where we first heard in the air tonight when they're going to get the bad guy called Rome. Oh, they don't make TV like that anymore. He had the pastel jacket on. Oh, yeah, he did. Unshaven. That's where we met Elvis the Alligator on his boat. Damn, dude. That's good TV right there. Driving. I want one of them black Ferraris like he had. 
<laughs> I looked up pictures of Phil Collins' wife. She looks like a Muppet reject. Yeah, she's like a whore Muppet. Yeah, like her dressed up looks like Animal just got done fucking plowing her from behind. At least Phil and his wife produced Lily. She is yummy. I have never seen her. And was it this wife? Was it that Tijuana hooker? Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Now, something that uh, the Biden administration is not, let me underline the word not doing. They're putting pressure on them to do it, but they still haven't started. The Biden administration is not, or has not at least started investigating Cuomo's nursing home scandal. How do you not look into that? How how does the President of the United States of America allow the governor of the state that has the biggest city in America, in the world in it, if you will, we all know that city is? That's right. New York City! And this motherfucker is killing old people like he's shooting ducks on the midway. You remember that game where you, you, you get the BB gun and you ding, ding, ding. That's what Governor Cuomo has done with elderly people in New York. And then he covered it up. I just got to say, I have to say, I am totally in favor of recalling Gavin Newsom. How about instead of a recall in the state of New York, we just go ahead and arrest and convict Andrew Cuomo. Unfucking believable. Uh, uh, Andrew says they haven't done it because he's a Democrat. If he was a Republican, he'd add an anal probe by now. <laughs> I don't think they want to have any reason to look into all the other corrupt things going on in that city. Well, it's not even the city. It's just the state. De Blasio's the, the mayor of New York. He ain't much better. Crime rates have ri- risen to where they were before Giuliani got the city in, in, in shape. Are you kidding me? I'll say it. Andrew Cuomo is a murderer. I-, I won't take it back. He is a serial killer. Ogre says, oh, dear, holy fucking bats. Phil Collins' wife looks like Christy Teigen's face got stung by bees. And that's saying something. I told you. I told you, she looks like a, she looks like a tranny from Tijuana, and she let the cartel do the surgery on her. She's got a hole down there, I guess. Ugh, she is one ugly woman. Phil, you were a rock star. You were a fucking drummer. Tommy Lee. He pulls Pam Anderson. Tommy Lee pulls a lot more quality wool than you. And you're Phil Collins. What the fuck? 
She looks like a pinata of a balloon that got shaved. She is horrible looking. She was probably the one telling Cuomo to do all that shit. I, I and and Andrew, I I think that you're right. I, I'm pretty sure that you're right because he is a, a Democrat. That they're kind of just dragging their feet along. You're a hundred percent right. If this would have been if this would have been Governor Wheels here in Texas, some bitch they would have repossessed. They would have put one of them <laughs> one of them locks, one of them tire locks on his wheelchair. You know, like one of them parking brake lock deals? They had to put that shit on his wheelchair. That motherfucker would be done. Not Cuomo. Cuomo goes on TV with his brother. Hey, can I show you a CrossFit video? No, you can't show me. Hey, hey, Chris Cuomo or, or whatever your name is. Fuck off. We hate your guts. Yeah, Republicans got away with stuff, too. I'm pretty sure a guy just got off scot-free for starting a riot. Hey, I, hey. Christopher, you know. I, I agree. If you fuck up, I don't care what letters in front of your name. I, I really don't. I do not care what letters in front of your name. It can be an R. It can be a D. It can be an I. Don't care. You need to be tried. This 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 buddy system, this, this old boy network, it needs to go away. And I know I'm pissing in the wind right now. I, I, I can appreciate that. I understand that I'm talking to no one when I say something needs to be done about the good old boy network. Because the good old boy network ain't going anywhere. Uh, Phil Collins' wife uh, does look like the weekend's... <laughs> Pat Tard mother, woof. At least he married someone whose name uh, looks like it could be su 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 studio <laughs> Phil Collins' wife is why the weekend put bandages on his face. It was a hint for her to do the same. Oh, man. You think when Phil Collins rolled over every morning to look at it, he was like, whew, the motherfucker didn't need an alarm clock. Ugh. He gads. Now, let's go back, shall we? Let, let, let's go back in time just a little bit. Okay, that's enough. You remember how we've all said that Joe Biden is not going to last four years in office? I, 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 I personally don't think he is. And, and I don't think he ever was going to last four years. I think they ran him because he was the safest choice. Donald Trump would have beat Kamala Harris. Donald Trump would have beat anybody on that panel, even in the COVID times. But we've all said that Joe's going to step down. They're either gonna, he's either going to step down, they're going to 25th Amendment him, or Hunter Biden's laptop is going to get him impeached. Sorry, it's, it's what's going to happen. Because the Dems, they want Kamala Harris to be the president of the United States. Why? Well, first of all, she's a woman. Secondly, she's a minority of some sort. I, I know she's Indian. Indian and Jamaican. I still have a hard time calling her black, but that's okay. But uh, 
yesterday, it was very interesting because she had conversations with foreign leaders without Biden in the room. Isn't isn't that interesting? Uh, By the way, we told you here on the show that was going to happen. We, we we did. I, I I hate to say I told you so, but I told you so. Vice President Harris and President Ma- Macron agreed on the need for close bilateral and multilateral cooperation to address COVID, climate change, and support democracy at home and around the world. They also discussed numerous regional challenges, including those in the Middle East and Africa, and the need to confront them together. What's there to confront in the Middle East? Well, I, I understand that the Middle East is a shithole. Yeah, I, I get that. Uh, but there, there, there's a peace accord going on right now. I don't, I don't know if you recall that, but uh, there was a president who signed a peace accord with the United Arab Emirates, the UAE, if you will, and Israel. Now, do we think it's going to last? Of course not. It's not going to last. It's the Middle East. But right now, there is peace within the Middle East. And I say within the Middle East because Iran and Iraq aren't fighting. Nobody's blown up Israel. Now, look, there's always going to be strife between Palestine and Israel. That's a fight that's never going to stop. What do they have to address? Why, why, why is she... Why is she the one talking to the foreign leaders? Why ain't Joe? (laughs) Hadja Brown says, lies, Biden did that. You're right, you're right. He also cured this uh, COVID. He was the one who rolled everything out. They started from ground zero. Remember, even Fauci said, no, that's, that's not true. I think I had a dream about Dr. Fauci last night which included me punching him repeatedly, I believe. I think. I think that happened. But I'm not sure. So, yeah, you got Kamala, the Indian giant. And she's out there talking to world leaders. Well, what's Joe doing? Is he napping? Well, was it nap time? Or oh, Yeah, Murder, She Wrote was on. That's right. He went upstairs, he, he and Dr. Jill. They went upstairs to watch a, a, a quick couple of murder she wrote. There was a marathon on yesterday on the Gray Network. You got murder she wrote on there. Old Leave It to Beavers. Lawrence Welk. You know that Joe Biden probably plays Lawrence Welk. He booms Lawrence Welk in there. Joe Biden. When nobody else is in the White House, he does the old risky business. When you hear the old-time rock and roll, Joe slides in the White House. He's got black socks on pulled up to his knees. He tucks his shirt into his tidy whities Turns around, he's got his aviators on, he's singing old-time rock and roll. How many people want to see that? That would be awesome. Joe's playing video games with his grandkids. He thinks they're real. Wasn't he playing some kind of driving game? Where's the, where, where, where's the signal on this? 
Joe is in last place because he's driving six miles an hour. There has to be video footage of Angela Lansbury and the Queen lying together, diddling, and seeing who can squirt the furthest. Jesus. That was one of my favorite. And I don't know where it came from. Angela Lansbury was old like 70 years ago. Is she even alive still? That was one of my favorite bits we ever did. And you have to go back to old, old school days where it was it was just two of us on the show back in Reno. And, and look, here's another name I'm going to throw out there for you, Nipsey Russell. I used to do, and it was it did not sound anything like Nipsey Russell. But what I did is I would I would record Nipsey Russell, and then I would slow the track down to where it was dragged out. Good morning, Arnie. And he would do a, a dirty nursery rhyme, and I'd bleep it out. It was fantastic. Good morning, Arnie. I need to get coffee to take a sip. That way I can go fuck Gladys Knight and all of the pips. It was so dumb, but it was so funny. But he always wanted to fuck Angela Lansbury. That was that was the that was the kicker to that joke. Was that Nipsey Russell would come in, do a horrible limerick, and most of the time involved putting something in an orifice of Angela Lansbury. Ooh, I saw that new movie and it was quite scary. Like the time I put a cucumber in Angela Lansbury. <laughs> oh, Ogre says, I remember the Nipsey Russell moments for the first couple years in sack and was so bummed that bit went away. We didn't have the same. That was the problem with Nipsey was that we didn't have the same equipment that we had in Reno. They had better equipment in Sacramento, but I didn't know how to use it the way I knew how to use the the Reno equipment. And and the other reason why it went away is because the Prince of Programming, he didn't get it. He didn't get it at all. I'm, I, I'll never forget, I was sitting in his office once, and he just looks at me, he goes, Nipsey Russell. And I go, yeah. He goes, what, what, what is that? What, what, what is that? And, and I just said, dude, it's just something stupid and funny. And at that time, we didn't necessarily have something that was that uh, that that we had later in our career, and that was called creative control. And I just had a, a conversation with somebody, uh, my my writing partner, who wants to do cock of the block and other cartoons, you know, things that we're going to put on YouTube here soon. And we're trying to sh- sell some shows to networks like Cock of the Block and Captain Hillbilly, and then he's got stuff too. And he goes, man, I, 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 want, I want to have creative control over everything. And I was like, well, look here. You, you don't get that automatically. Creative control is something that you earn. That's why I'll have – I, I mean, if – somebody wrote me the other day and said, how am I not on the radio still? I could go back to doing radio. I would just have to not curse. 
not do double entendre, and, and then come up with, you know, ways to say things that it's easy to say, fuck that. But the biggest thing, the, the main reason why I won't go back to radio is because I will not get creative control. We had it. We earned that right finally. And we took control of it. Man, we could have brought Nipsey Russell back, but Nipsey was so far gone. And I miss Nipsey Russell, man. Oh, I miss doing that. That was so funny. Good morning, on. <laughs> it was so fucking dumb. But it was so funny. Alicia says, oh, my gosh. That's so freaking funny. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, he was, uh, Nipsey was great. Nipsey was funny as shit. I remember seeing him in the 70s on game shows. And that's where it was. That's where it was. That, it, because Nipsey Russell would come on the $25,000 pyramid with uh, Dick Clark. And before every game would start, Dick Clark would look at him and go, Hey, Nipsey, you got a rhyme for us? Well, Dick, let me say, today is a great day. Why? I don't know what to say. <laughs> and everybody would laugh, right? It's fucking terrible. It's awful. And I don't know, was Nipsey Russell an actor? Was he a comedian? I, I don't know. I remember he was in the movie The Wiz. The, the um, I don't want to say this, but it's too funny not to say. You know, it was the, the Wizard of Oz, but it was colored. <laughs> that was funny. Now, see, I'd get kicked off the radio if I said something like that now. But, yeah, Nip, uh, the, the Wiz was Michael Jackson, I believe Donna Summer. Nipsey Russell was in it. Oh, man. Oh. God damn, that movie. I, remember, I saw the Wiz in a movie theater. I saw it at the Walnut Twin. Fuck, I'm old. Oh. Mills Lane would say, I'll allow it. Richard Pryor was in. Oh, I don't think. Richard, oh, hold on a second. Let, let, let's check the cast of The Wiz. I don't think that Richard Pryor was in it. Because I don't think my parents would have let me see it. Wiz cast. 1978. Oh, he was. Good call, Ogre. Uh, Diana Ross was Dorothy. Michael Jackson was Scarecrow. Mabel King, that was the mama on uh, What's Happening. Mabel King was the mama on What's Happening. Richard Pryor was the Wizard of Oz. Nipsey Russell was the Tin Man. Lena Horne was in it. Uh, Thelma Carpenter. Luther Vandross? Luther Vandross was in it? Shit. Shit. The guy who played Booger in Good Times was in it? Holy shit, man. Wait, hold on. I want to read this about Nipsey Russell because they got his bio here. Uh, Oh, he's dead? Oh, that sucks. Julius Nipsey Russell was born an American comedian, poet, and dancer, best known for his appearance as a panelist on game shows, 
from the 60s through the 90s, including Match Game, Password, Hollywood Squares, To Tell the Truth, and Pyramid. Let's see. You know what? Let, let's see if we can find one. Let, let. <laughs> oh, I love doing this show so much. I hope you guys know how much I love doing this show. Oh, God. I see Nipsey Russell on Pyramid. No, I don't want Nipsey Hustle. I want Nipsey Russell. Everything is Nipsey Hustle. Oh, that saddens me. That saddens me. They they don't have any Nipsey Russell videos? Come on now. Y'all gotta be better than that. Oh wait, here we go. Oh they, oh this is a preview of it here. Thank you. What a tremendously exultant feeling being on television. As I rushed into a cab en route to the studio tonight, I realized I'd left my wallet and had no money. At that moment, the cab driver looked around and said, you're Nipsey Russell, right? I saw you on Ed Sullivan's show doing the dance. Oh, you were terrific. I said, well, gee, I'm relieved that you recognize me because I have no money and I was embarrassed. He said, oh, don't worry about it. Just get out of the cab. <laughs> it does, however. That, that's, that, that's it. My, my impersonation of him. Oh, wait, here, oh. This is on Match Game. Get ready to match the stars, Nipsey Russell. Okay. Gene Raber. Now, let's get acquainted, shall we? Find out a little bit about each of you. Chuck, where are you from and all that? I'm from Big Bear. Carpenters will fool you every time. When <laughs> expect a carpenter to say stilts, huh? This one says uppers. Hey. Okay, Chuck. Chuck says uppers. Sophisticated. I've got along well with you, Gene, and I expect a carpenter to say what you expect a carpenter to say. Still. <laughs> oh, you got to love Nipsey Russell. Oh, man. Dean Rayburn and those bitchin' ties and that microphone. Oh, that microphone was so weird. That microphone was like three feet long, and it had the little, the, the microphone part was at the very top, and it was real thin, and he'd carry that thing around. He'd carry it around at his waist, and he'd be talking. Bad teeth and all. Look up his IMDb. Nipsey, uh, oh, I know, I know, Dave Cole, I know he was on the Hollywood Squares, too. He did every game show. Nipsey Russell was, was the man. All right, now, Ratburger sent me a, he sent me actually two stories this morning. This one's pretty funny about Representative Adam Kingsler, or Kenzinger, Kenzinger. Representative Adam Kenzinger, six-term Republican congressman out of Illinois. What part of this? Southern Illinois. Received a handwritten letter from 11 family members disowning him over his opposition of former President Donald Trump. <laughs> so I guess he was one of the Republicans that voted against Trump, and his family has disowned him. Boy, that's a Halloween. That, that, that right there, that's a holiday miracle going to their house. Can you imagine Thanksgiving in the Kinzinger household if he were to show up? It is no longer touch football before dinner. 
Uh-uh. His family is beating the shit out of him. The letter starts with, oh, my, what a disappointment you are to us and to God. <laughs> you don't ever expect to get that phrase from your family unless you're a serial killer. We were once so proud of your accomplishments. Instead, you go against your Christian principles and join the devil's army? Wow! That is some pure hate right there. That's a family I should be in. The letter was dated two days after rioters stormed the Capitol. This is fantastic. It's now most embarrassing to us that we are related to you. We are thoroughly disgusted with you. Oh, and by the way, we are calling for your removal from office. Your own family doesn't want you in office, dude. Wow. <laughs> How long does grace take before Thanksgiving dinner there? Oh, I think that is so fantastic that his own family has shown their true idiotic colors. Oh, that is awesome. The, the most awesome part is at least he shared it with people. Who wrote that? His family wrote that. This is about a congressman, Representative Adam Kinzinger a Republican congressman from Illinois, and his family wrote him this three-page handwritten letter saying they disown him. Awesome. Awesome shit right there. Now, look, I know that I voted for Donald Trump, and you can call me a Trump supporter compared to the other guys in office. I, too, thought the whole impeachment thing was a farce. But everybody is allowed their own opinion. That's the problem. It, it, look, I think it was a stupid waste of time, money, and resources to try to impeach the president a second time. I really did. But in a way, the Democrats were very, very smart because they're kind of in a no-loss situation if you think about it. This could be one of the smartest things Democrats ever did. And I'll tell you why. They knew that if they got him impeached, he could never run for office again. So that was a win on their part. The other win was the fracturing of the Republican Party. Now, both parties are fractured all the way around. At least it says not one, but tw two times. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sticking on the second one here. The first one was even a bigger waste of time. But they were smart to figure out that he this, this impeachment, they knew with the words that they used, words like terrorism. Terrorism is not a very friendly American word. 
we Americans hate terrorists. If you call somebody a terrorist, that's pretty bad. And they said these people, this was a terrorist activity that the ringleader was Donald Trump. And you had some Republicans go along with it, including this guy. And the party has been completely fractured to where they know in four years, if Donald Trump decides to run, he's probably not going to be the Republican choice. Now, I don't know if he's going to run or not. I'm not sure. I, I Look, man, you're, you're, you're really, really rich. Why would you? You got a smoking-ass hot wife. You own golf courses. Go out and play, dude. You're not very good at it, but you own golf courses. Get better. Become a scratch golfer. Your smoking hot wife ain't going to care because she don't like giving it up to you anyway. You and your weird haircut. But let's say he runs again. He's going to run as an independent. And what that is going to do is take away votes from Republicans, meaning the Democrat will just walk right back into office. He has 53% support behind him. Read yesterday he leads the party. I I read that same thing. And Mike Pence only has like 11%. And Don Jr. has more. I'm just telling you right now. He could have 53% support of Americans. Americans don't run. They, uh, They don't run the Republican Party. The Republican Party has washed their hands of Donald Trump. I, I'm just telling you the truth. Is that smart on their part? I don't think so, but I get it. They want it. They want to be away from. The good thing is, it's not for another three years. We have to wait at least three years until we find out who's going to be caucusing and doing all that kind of stuff. And time, we, we'll all forget this. We'll, we'll forget about this impeachment in two months. Because we all, we, we don't remember shit anymore. Uh, Richard says, what was your lowest handicap? Uh, I, I broke a toe once. Ah, you see, you see what I did there? You see? No. Oh, uh, four. I got down to a four before I was married. Now, when I, when I took it up, uh, after my dad died, Played golf for a little while, but it hurt too much. I talked about that yesterday. I wasn't uh, I wasn't keeping my handicap anymore. But I will say that after that, a- after my dad died, was the best golf I played in long stretches. I was shooting in the seventies all the time in the low seventies. I tied I, at Wolf Run. I tied my my lowest score ever at seventy four, and I took a seventy four because I lost a ball. I, I could have gone under par that day, but I, never, I didn't keep it anymore. And this is why I look forward to maybe taking golf back up because I stopped caring about it. I stopped being so competitive about it, and I just had fun. And golf was a lot more fun to me then. Uh, give it some time, and Trump will fade. GOP's leaders aren't going to give a shit about 53% poll support. They don't need an albatross anymore. Addie Bryan says, I just laugh and laugh at the people that are still allowing Trump to live rent-free in their heads. Biden is president. I find it a little funny that just about every article I've read about Biden that had nothing to do with Trump, they've had to include a paragraph about Trump somewhere in the article. Why? Well, because 
I'll, I'll tell you why. Because Trump still sells. Donald Trump's name still sells. It sells articles. It sells websites. It sells newspapers. The Republicans are just as corrupt and fucked up as Democrats. You see Pelosi losing her shit after President Trump was acquitted. It was rich. Oh, absolutely. And by the way, by the way, they're talking about maybe impeaching Nancy because Nancy didn't allow the, the uh, what, what should we call it, the National Guard or whatever to be used in time. There's all kinds of, look, man. The shit we know about goes in Washington, we could, we could fill up a thimble. The shit we don't know what goes on behind the scenes there, that's the stuff. That's the stuff we want to know. You remember you remember uh, a couple years ago in like Trump released all this JFK stuff, but a bunch of shit was still redacted. Why is it redacted? And they made a big deal about him releasing the stuff. Never released who the who who Lee Harvey Oswald really was. They never say anything. But Area 51. I thought he was going to pull the curtain back on all that shit. Of course he isn't. Richard says, I suck but love the game. It's hard to play after roofing all week. Oh, I can imagine. See, you got a real job. I'm going to take it up again. I got two golf courses there within like four miles of my house. Fuck yeah. I'm going to take advantage of that. I'm going to become friends with those head pros real soon. Real, real soon. Trump cured the flu and got kids to want to go to school. (laughs) I love it when I put up on Facebook, hey, Trump cured the flu, and people correct me on it. Let me just state right now, for the record, today is Wednesday, February 17th, 2021. I really don't think that Donald Trump cured the flu. I just like to say it because the flu numbers aren't even being reported anymore because of the horrible and deadly (laughs) coronavirus. But people seem to like to correct me on it. Uh, Arnie, that's not true. Uh, I think you're wrong about that. Yeah, I, I am wrong. It's a joke. It's satirical. You dumb fucking poop slingers. Alicia's so spot on, and that's why I could not join either party. That cunt, Nancy Pelosi, needs to be punted to a facility on an island. Uh, Good morning, Sunday morning. (laughs) Nancy is grasping at straws to avoid accountability by firing all these officers. Nancy Pelosi. That's the thing is that these people have the real power. People in Congress have the real power. Yeah, the president is a powerful, and we all say that the president is the most powerful man in the world. But those people that sit in those chambers, that's where laws are made. You got to look at those people are the ones that are the real power brokers. They're the ones who get to deal with the lobbyists. They're the ones who get paid off by the lobbyists and special interest groups. Those are the ones you have to worry about. And that's why I say it's so important to vote. Midterm elections, 
are the most important votes that you can cast. So many people are not going to vote during the midterms. As politically woke as we all are right now, give it a year. When COVID is over next year, remember, next year is an election year. 2022 will be an election year. COVID will be gone. We're going to be back to our normal seven-day-a-week grind, taking kids to soccer, taking kids to karate, living our lives. And we're going to be enjoying it again, going to concerts, going to sporting events. And the last thing, especially after the last three years that we want to deal with, is politics. This is the genius right now of the Democrats. They know exactly what they're doing. They aren't dumb. Are they evil and corrupt? Yes, but so are the Republicans. They know that in 2022, you're going to be paying attention to so much other shit that you don't care who gets elected to Congress. You won't care about it. I won't care. I'm just, I'm just as, as, as guilty as everybody else. And don't act like you're not guilty about this. Don't say, oh, I'm woke about politics. No, you're not. No, you're not. You'll be like, oh, shit, it was election day. Shit. I hope, you, I hope people are more woke politically. Tim says the fact that the government is doing uh, loyalty screenings on the National Guard and the military should sca- scare the shit out of everybody. Oh, that was horrible. Nobody really got upset about it, though. I mean, a few people made made a ruckus about it. We talked about it. It was utter bullshit that they were screening the National Guard. Oh, it was horrible. But, hey, that's what you do. Now, I haven't gotten to the stories where I've lost my head yet. Oh, but I'm fisting to. I am fixing two. Hold on, let me let me get these stories. Uh, let's see. Uh huh. Where, where is that? San Francisco, L.A., and then this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna save that one for last because that that's the one that's getting a phone call. Yeah, we're we're making a crank call this morning to uh, New York School District, and and oh, you'll understand when when we get there. Holy Christ Almighty. But first, (sighs) part of being an American is enjoying freedoms that you have. At least it used to be. I know that on this show, I give vegans a hard time. I know Mel's listening. Mel is a very, very good friend of mine, very close friend of mine, and she is a vegan. She, she's, uh, I believe, back in Sacramento now. There was a time she was living in the Bay Area. She came up, and we, we hung out, went out to dinner, and I knew, I look, I didn't want her to have to try to find something, an Outback or something to try to eat, so we went to a vegan place. Hey, that, if that's your deal, good for you. Eat vegan. Do, do whatever you want to do, okay? These are the people that I hate. People like Bill Gates. Bill Gates, I want to fight you. I'm just saying it right now out loud. I want to fight you. Because Bill Gates out yesterday came out and said, rich nations 
should shift entirely to synthetic beef. Now, first of all, what in the fuck is synthetic beef? I already know it's fake beef. How about no, Bill? How about, Bill, shut your fucking hole? Hey, Bill, make computer parts. Hey, Bill, go finish your degree at Harvard. Stay away from my fucking ribeyes. In his new book, How to Avoid a Climate Change Disaster, how does he know? He dropped out of college. He ain't a meteorologist. The co-founder, who is now the co-chair of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. By the way, and they have an ugly daughter, too. We'll need numerous energy breakthroughs to have any hope of cleaning up parts of the economy and the poorest parts of the world. The bulk of the book surveys the technologies needed to slash emissions in hard-to-solve sectors like steel, cement, and agriculture. The closing chapters of the book lay out a long list of ways that nations could accelerate the shift, including high carbon prices, clean electricity standards, clean fuel standards, and far more funding for research and development. By the way, by the way, uh, I believe 27 people have died in the great state of Texas in the last two days due to their power being out, not rolling blackouts. Why? Because the turbines, a.k.a. clean energy, are frozen. If the power grid is not working, people are going to end up freezing to death. They just can't go willy-nilly to a hotel. Why? Because hotels are going to jack the fucking prices up, yo. Don't believe me? Don't believe me. Okay. The next time anybody from Sacramento decides to drive into Reno, the first thing I, I want you to do this. Once you cross over and you get past, is it past McCarran? Yeah, it is. You'll see McCarran uh, at the exit. That's when you know you're about to hit the downtown area. Look to your left. There's a Motel 6 right there on, uh, is that Sierra? No, it's not Sierra. It, is it Sierra? I'm not. But, but the first exit after McCarran, you'll see a Motel 6 on the left side. Now, I want you to look at that two, three, four weeks from now. When it's springtime, maybe. You'll see it's $29.99 a night. Then drive by that same Motel 6 when it's hot August nights. And you will see a 159.99 a night. Same rooms. Hotels are the worst. If your electricity don't work, you ain't got no heat. You ain't got no heat, and it's minus two degrees outside, which it was last night. You are going to freeze to death, which happened to 27 people already. Uh, A townhouse complex in Duncanville, just uh, south of where I live, burned to the ground yesterday. They're looking for why. I can probably tell you why. Their electricity probably went out, and somebody rolled in a barbecue into their house. Propane. 
And now this motherfucker wants to say, we need clean energy and y'all need to eat synthetic beef. Because if there are less cows out there, there will be less greenhouse emissions, meaning cows farting, and the environment will be totally fixed. The... Oh, I... Uh... Eat synthetic beef. Hey, Bill, eat my ball sack. V. Coop says, yep, Bill Gates, I challenge you to a fight. Bring Zuckerberg, too, because he's next. Oh, bring in that bearded fella, too, from Twitter. I can handle all three at once. Boy, that's a nerd fight that I just want to fucking whoop ass. Bill Gates is the real-life Dr. Evil. He's starting to turn that way. By the way, by the way, just to let everybody know this, Bill Gates is just like Gavin Newsom, Nancy Pelosi, the mayor of Austin, and plenty of other people. They are do as I say, not as I do. This is the same man that had a heated driveway in Seattle. Let that say, let it resonate. His driveway was heated. That doesn't sound very eco-friendly to me. Well, he could no, 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 motherfucker. Why do you need a heated driveway? It don't snow that often in Seattle. You fucking prick. Uh, hey, Bill, feel free to eat all the weeds and bark that you like. I'll choose to eat the four-letter word, beef. Andrew says, why doesn't Bill Gates lead the way and start eating 100% synthetic everything himself? I have a lovely bag of packing peanuts with his name on it. Yeah, th- those are synthetic peanuts. Christopher says, is he talking about lab-grown meat? That's so dumb. Your cheeseburger at McDonald's would cost $10 a burger if we did that. Well, that's the other part. See, this is only for rich nations. The poor nations, and I imagine he'll define those as people who don't have Microsoft, Mexico, Ghana, you know, all all these terrible places where they eat each other. They can have beef. America, Great Britain, They're the ones that are going to have to eat the lab-grown beef. Decoop, I agree. People who are starving wouldn't even eat synthetic beef. I did that story last week about the first-ever synthetic ribeye. That thing looked like, it honestly looked like a cooked asshole. I need it. Uh Uh-uh. I don't want the cancer to kick in right away. I already know that I've probably got some form of cancer rolling through this fucking enormous body already, whether it be skin, skin cancer from my years as a lifeguard, only using baby oil, whether it's lip cancer from all the chewing tobacco I, I, I dip. Hell, whatever's in Dr. Pepper is probably giving me some sort of cancer somewhere. I got it. Mm-mm. And you know what? I'm going to keep eating beef. If I had a doctor tell me, Arnie, you have to stop eating beef, I, or, or you're going to die in six months. I'm going to live it up for those six months. I, I'm just telling you. I am not giving up meat. Never. Mm-mm. No, never. 
And there are people who go, well, that's stupid. Or, no, it's not. No, no. I, I want to live my life. This is the thing. This is the thing. And, and I, 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 this is the thing I want to. If you ever take anything from me, take this from me. I want you to live your life the way you want to live it. And as long as you're not on infringing on somebody's rights, I say more power to you. If you want to go out and slather yourself up in baby oil and sit out in the sun all day, you go do it. I'm not going to come to you and go, you know, you can get skin cancer. I, I, I already know. Okay? Arnie, I think it's dumb. If they tell you you can live and you all you got to do is give up beef, you won't give up beef. Yeah, because I'm not being me. I'm not living my life. I'm living a life that someone else says is going to make my life better. But I'll tell you this right now. My life would not be better without beef. Last week, I went to Hutchins Barbecue and had the best brisket I have ever had in my entire life. I put a piece that had like some fat on there and some meat, and it actually did melt in my mouth. That right there, that's the way I want to live. I want to enjoy life. And I want you guys to enjoy life. And if that means you enjoying life is breaking your back, building decks and building fences like Dave Co. does, more power to you. I don't care what your job is. Whatever you want to do, as long as it doesn't infringe on somebody else's rights, live it up, man. Live it up. Because that person in the mirror is the only person you really have to ever answer to. I don't care if you're married or not. You answer to yourself. To thine own self be true. Drinking never made me happy. Pills never had made me happy. I did those because it was an escape. I don't want to escape anymore. I want to find real ways to make me happy. There are a lot of people out there that can drink without any problems. More power to you. I'm not missing anything. I did that. There was a time in my life when I thought I could enjoy it like a normal person, but I can't. So I choose not to drink anymore. You're not taking meat from me. I'm just telling you right now. I gave up alcohol and drugs. I'm keeping Dr. Pepper. I'm keeping Copenhagen. And I am keeping fucking beef. I'm keeping pork. I'm keeping chicken. I'm keeping everything that tastes yummy. Bill Gates, how would you like a nice hot plate of cancer? Me? No, fuck no. I saw a story of a mother and her daughter died in their garage of CO2 poisoning because they ran, uh, they ran their car. It happened, yeah. Yeah. People are trying to stay warm that way. Tim says, Bill Gates is definitely on my beat them like a pinata list. Ooh, I like that. I like that. I want to beat you like a pinata. That's fantastic. If Democrats are, are so smart, why can't they figure out cow farts aren't the problem? Well, they, look, they know that cow farts aren't the problem. But they try to make you feel bad. See, Fred, this is, this, this is what it's all about. Is they try to make you, look, 
all everybody that wants to recycle, I always tell people more power to you to recycle. You want to go out there and you want to you want to save the earth. You want to, as Chris Farley would say, you want to grab the earth by the tail, pull it down, and put it in your pocket. More power to you. If if that's if that's something that makes you happy, recycling and doing that kind of stuff, good. Sorting out all the, the, the garbage and stuff, that's great. That's great. Let's remember that floating plastic island out in the Pacific is one ten-thousandth America's problem. So for every 10,000 pieces of garbage on that island, One piece of that belongs to America. Think about it. The rest of it is from everywhere else. Yet somehow we're going to stop the environmental issues that are happening. Our little podunk country. I mean, I like, like, look, look. Let's put the world. Let let, let's put China and India. Let's make them like a, a there's, there's a big giant state you're driving through, right? And one of the main cities up north is China. And down south, you got India, right? And right in the middle of that is the United States of America. The United States of America would have one stoplight That's it compared to the other two. We literally have a third of their population. Actually, a sixth if you put them both together. Yet, we're the ones that are going to fix everything. No thanks. Uh, If we kill the farting cows, we won't need fraudulent meat. Yes, exactly. In his defense, radiant floor heating is far more effective than from ceiling vents. I'm fine with floor heat. No, no. His driveway, like out in the front yard, his entire driveway. Not the garage, the driveway was heated. Added Bryant says, nope, not with China and India not being held accountable for their pollution. Correct the mundo. And Dr. Evil just bought most of the farmland, so just prepare for prices to start increasing and more shit put on our food. Learn to grow your own. Does Arnie drink if he's going uh, only uh, got a known period before he dies? I don't think so. It's like, like if, if the doctor says, Arnie, you have a week to live, whew, that's gonna be, I'm going to have a dip in my mouth every fucking day, every, every minute of every day. I don't think so. Have you been to Franklin? Oh, no, I haven't been to Franklin's yet, down in Austin. Oh, I can't wait to go there. I had a chance, and the line wasn't too long last time I was in Austin, but wait, we chose not to go there. Bad move on my part. Bad move on my part. Soon, though. Soon. I'll, I'll do a Facebook Live video like I did this morning when I go to Franklin's Barbecue down in Austin because that's supposed to be the best barbecue in the entire state. We'll see. And, yes, I will be getting the brisket there as well. I have to look at brisket now because I, I used to take brisket for granted. Whenever I'd go to a new barbecue restaurant, I'd always get ribs. And, and honest to God, the, the best ribs that I've had since I've moved back here have been at Dickie's. Dickie's had the best ribs. 
Sorry, uh, but they, they do. They're meaty, they're juicy, they're delicious. Brisket, their brisket's not bad. But brisket to me now is like when I go to a Mexican restaurant, I always have to get a chimichanga to see if I like that restaurant. If I go to a steakhouse, I always, always, always get a ribeye. If your steakhouse doesn't have a ribeye, you're not a steakhouse. That's how I judge the place. So now that's how I'm going to have to start judging all barbecue places. I got to get some brisket instead of the ribs. I always get sausage, too, because I love sausage. Uh, Yes, and you can record me saying, Arnie loves sausage. There you go. Insert all your dick jokes there. Can't we just put a, a little dildo with the tube going to a collector tank, taking all that methane and using for heating fuel? Boom. Solve that problem. Bill Gates thinks that darkness is his ally. Oh, you think darkness is your ally? Yes, Batman. You merely adopted the dark. Yes, I was, I was born, born in, in it. it. <laughs> Gotta love Bane. Uh, uh, as true as that is, I'm not opposed to starting the ball rolling and cleaning it up. It's disgraceful. No. Hey, I don't think people should throw their, their shit in the streets. I agree with that, Dave Co. They've had a, a system here in Texas for the last 30 years called Don't Mess With Texas, which means don't pollute. I don't think people should be throwing their garbage out on the side of the road and doing shit like that. That's just uncouth. That's being a fucking caveman. If I get a plastic bottle, I throw it in the trash. If, if the trash place wants to fucking recycle it and try to take it and get some change for it, go right ahead. Hey, you want to make recycle? You want more people to recycle? Let, let, me, let, let me just break this down. Make it worth our while. You can get a big-ass hefty bag full of aluminum cans. Take that to a recycling center. They weigh it, and they give you like two bucks. Even though you, you know you've got about... 300 cans in there. They're going to give you two bucks. If you got a big-ass bag like that and you give me $20, then I'll start doing it more often. Hell, I might do it every fucking day. Two bucks, it ain't worth it. It just ain't worth it. Andrew says, if it's the best barbecue in Texas, then it's not the best barbecue in the USA. Where's the best barbecue in the USA then, Andrew? I know that the rendezvous in Memphis has the best ribs in America, but barbecue-wise, I, I got to say Texas is the, the home of the best barbecue in the world. Not just America, not just Texas, but the world. Uh, now that Bain has made a comeback, I can't wait for uh, the Eclide Crime Fighting Count to come back. <laughs> oh, God almighty. All right, so have we lost it? Oh, it is the best bar. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Yeah. Now, now, now we hate Bill Gates, right? Everybody, we all hate Bill Gates. <laughs> Everyone knows the best barbecue and salsa comes from New York City. New York City! Get a rope. Yeah, I know that's what you wanted, over. I'll, I'll I'll play your little Bane-esque games. All right, so kind of lost it there a little bit. 
Here we go. This is story one of me ramping it up. The San Francisco Unified School District, yes, that same stupid fucking school district that took Abraham Lincoln's name off of school because he didn't care about the problems that black people were having. That is an actual quote. Not going to lie, part of the reason I plan to move to Texas is because the barbecue pics I've seen on Instagram and the videos I've seen, Franklin still has to be tried one day. Yes. I, look, I'm going to try Franklin's as soon as I can. As soon as everything's open again, because Austin's weird. Austin, like, I, I'm just going to tell you this right now. Austin's very strange. They're, they still have, like, California lockdown rules there. I don't know if Franklin's is open yet. I know they're open, like, for, like, pickup and takeout. I don't know if they're open open yet. As soon as they are open open, what I'll do is I'll drive down overnight, leave at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, get down there about 5 or 6, be the first ones in line, sleep there, and at 11 o'clock when they open, be the first ones in, get me some fucking brisket, some ribs. Oh, I'm going to spend some money there. Just telling you that right now. Uh, he didn't care about black problems like that one small inconvenience called slavery. That was their reasoning. It's not me, V. Coop. That's what they said. Well, they've gone even further now. They postponed a meeting that was scheduled on Tuesday night about how to safely open classrooms. They postponed that. They said, no, 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 no. We don't want to talk about how that during this horrible and deadly pandemic that we're going to reopen the schools. Instead, you know what we're going to do? We're going to work on renaming those schools again. These are educators. This is the San Francisco Board of Education. So what's important to them is that they have a politically correct name on their school. Not how they're going to easily or not easily, but safely open the schools up again. Are you kidding me? I, I, I mean, I, I know I sound like Grady Judd there. Are you kidding me? If you're a parent in San Francisco... And you want to get your snot-nosed kid in the school. You want to work on everything you can to get that punk-ass kid back in school. But the educators, the people who are smarter than thou, will tell you, oh, wait, we have to worry about renaming the schools first. No, you don't. No, you don't. Do it like they do up in New York. PS1, PS2, PS3, and they ain't talking about PlayStations. That's public school one, public school two, public... If you want to get rid of the name so bad, I figured it out for you. Now, figure out how to open the schools. By the way, if you live in San Francisco and you're listening to this show, get ready, because this ain't funny. My name's Arnie States, and I'm fixing to talk money. Your taxes are going to go up oh so much. It will cost between $400,000 to $1 million. I don't know if that is 
total? I don't think it is, though. I think that's for each school to change the signs, the uniforms, insignias, colors. You got to think about this. Remember back when you were in school? You got to change everything. You've got to get rid of everything in that school. Letterhead. Anything and everything. You got to get rid of all that shit. And then replace it. So it's not only. It's not only. Getting new stuff. Think of all the money that you are losing. Throwing the old shit away. Was Bill Gates saying here? Uh, Bill Gates to nearly three million fossil fuel workers in the U.S. who may lose jobs. Get over it. I hate Bill Gates. This is why I use Apple equipment instead. Fuck Microsoft. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Uh-uh. You don't get over it. You don't just move on. You don't just get another job like the Biden administration told oil workers. Do, do you not see how out of touch these people are? Just go get a new job. Oh, it's that easy. It's that easy to get another job. Uh, Hangdown Chin says, oh, I was on a work call and came back to barbecue. Perfect timing. Maybe off topic, but I just saw uh, Spark and Smoke Barbecue on TV. It's on McCarran and Reno. Is it any good? Anyone? It's on where? It's on McCarran. There is a good barbecue place. It's on North McCarran, way North McCarran, up by 395. I, I don't think it's as good as Brothers Barbecue. Name the schools after Betty White. It will make for awesome slogans like learning is power, white power. (laughs) Uh, Bill Gates, a fucking jackal who needs a curb stomping. Bravo. Yes, I agree. Along with everybody that works in the San Francisco Unified School District that thinks it's more important to get the name set up first than to open the schools. You've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. Now, now, see, here's one of the names that they have picked out, I guess. Sanchez Elementary, for example, was picked because committee members believe that Jose Bernardo Sanchez, an early 1800 Spanish missionary, was the school's namesake. Man, that, that right there, I, I guess, or unless they got rid of that one, I, I would say. Because, I mean, you got the Dirty Sanchez Elementary. That's bad. You don't want to go to Dirty Sanchez. Dirty Sanchez? No, not good. <laughs> this next story is just gay. <laughs> the Los Angeles Unified School District will consider an amendment to the 2021 budget that will replace police officers at the schools with School climate coaches. I, I, I don't even know what this is. I, I, look, I just read the headlines and go, oh, that's going to be a good one. They'll take 70 sworn police officers out of the schools 
and replaced with climate coach, in addition to a psychiatric social workers, counselors, and restorative justice advisors. Quote, we can't ignore the legitimate concerns and criticisms that students and other members in the school community have about all forms of law enforcement. No person should feel the presence of a safety officer on campus as an indictment on them or their character. I, I never did. We, well, hey, we had police at my school. We, 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 had, we had officers that would, that would come to the school, and they worked for the school district, and they were armed. By the way, that was back in the 80s we had that. Okay. Hey, L.A., I, 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 I'm going to go along with this. Let's get rid of the police officers at your school. But once again, we have to go to our dear friend, Eva Perone. And do this. Don't cry for me, Argentina. When an active shooter takes over the school and starts shooting students. You don't have police there anymore. No, no, instead you have the school climate coaches. Do, do these people not realize there are horrible, fucked up human beings out there? And we're not talking to, hey, 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 those officers that are in place are there for the safety of your children. If you get rid of them, you are telling people to come to the school and shoot it up. Or come to the school and kidnap children. Or come to school and set it on fire. Did you see what's going on in India? Millions of people are burning effigies of Greta Thunberg uh, for retweeting out an activist toolkit list. They're accusing her of being a foreign influence on their government. I have not seen that yet, Tim. Hire registered sex offenders to protect the schools. No one will watch your children harder than them. Now, you can replace the word... No one will watch your children. No one will rape your children harder than them either. These are just two dumb stories. And by the way, the two biggest school districts in all of California. I, I, I don't get it anymore. I just don't. Are we not, once again, we are obviously not learning from Minneapolis. Minneapolis came out and said defund the police, and they did. And now they're having to almost double the budget to get new recruits to come because so many police officers have quit Minneapolis, and the crime rate has soared through the fucking roof. Why can't we just do what's right? Why do we have to always do what's correct for the way we lean? I hate the fact that there are police in schools. I really do. I, I, I honestly, I can tell you that right now. I do not like the fact that police officers have to be in schools. And, and I know somebody can go, well, if you get rid of guns, they wouldn't have to be. That's not true. Not true at all. Bad people still have guns. They do. 
So, once again, let's punish the legal gun owners. Let's go to Sandy Hook, shall we? One of the worst shootings ever because it was in an elementary school. And I'm not trying to put down other schools that have shootings. I'm just, I'm bringing up Sandy Hook for one reason and one reason only. That kid who shot that school up was fucked up. He went to his mother's house and stole her gun. Well, well, his mother should have never had a gun like that anyway, and it was locked up, blah, 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 and he shouldn't have known how to get it. Really? He shouldn't have known how to get it? I, I thought we were supposed to teach kids the responsible way to treat guns if we did own guns in the house. Oh, I've caught you in your, oh, okay, I, I caught you in your bullshit already. That's what she did. She taught him and his brother how to safely unlock the gun. If, it, it, I don't want this to happen. If, God, God forbid, this happens. Somebody breaks in the house, the kid knows how to use the gun in case the mom is incapacitated. This kid went to his mom's house, got the gun, shot her in the face. Shot her in the face. I mean, I, honestly. That's about the most personal crime you could make. In the face! In the face! No! Oh, Arnie, that's inappropriate. A lot of shit I do is inappropriate. Deal with it. After he got done shooting his mama, motherfucker took the school, the gun to school and killed all these little kids. They didn't have a guard there. Let's do this, shall we? Let's treat our schools like this. I, I think this would be really, really smart, but that's just me. I've already come up for the way to make schools safe again. You have one armed officer at the school. And there's an x-ray and a metal detector, just like you're going to the airport. And there's only one entry into school. There's only one way in. Okay? And you've got to go through that entry. That's the only way you can go into school. Now, all the other doors in the school will open going to the outside. It won't open from the outside. But in case a fire, God forbid, happens, all the kids can escape the school. And by the way, all of those doors have video cameras on them. So nobody can just open the door or an alarm on it at least. To where if they open one of those doors in times where those doors aren't supposed to be open to allow someone in who has a gun, we're aware of it. One way in. I have ended school shootings. You are welcome. Uh, let's see. Tim, I saw that on Timcast IRL. Not exactly sure what to make of that. She's a kid being used as a paycheck. Uh, I went to two schools where police officers were required daily. One was in Del Paso Heights, and the other was in North Highlands. I'm glad there were cops there. I knew some really bad kids there. Holy shit. Did, was he there? What was? Corn Pop was a bad dude. Did he go to school in North Highlands? Just wondering. And now, our final story of the first segment. Principal, dumb shit here, Principal Mark Friedman. Of what what school is this? The Eastside Community School in Manhattan. Is asking parents to reflect on their whiteness. 
passing out literature that extols white traitors who dismantle institution education officials confirmed. The curriculum, written by Barner Huss, an associate professor of African-American studies at Northwestern, claims there is a regime of whiteness and there are action-oriented white identities. People who identify with whiteness are one of these. They're either white abolitionists, white traitors, white critical, white confessional, white benefit, white privilege, white voyeurism, and white supremacist. The handout was accompanied by a color-coordinated meter with the red zone on the left entitled White Supremacist and the green zone on the far right being labeled White Abolitionists. Isn't it weird that the abolitionist is on the right? I am so tired of this. I saw, it, I, I saw Ben Shapiro break it down, and he broke it down so genius. Jewish people used to be, uh, when censuses were taken, they were not, uh, Jewish folks were not claimed as white for the longest time. Everybody says that white people make more money than anybody else. Well, per capita, Jewish people make more money than white people per capita. Do you know who makes the most? Asian people. Asian people make the most money per capita in America. Would you like to know why? I'm glad you said yes. Asian people are taught to work hard, to study hard, and to get good jobs. The end. That's what they're taught. And that's why they now now is there yellow guilt or is there Asian guilt out there for that? No, of course not. That would be racist to say they have Asian guilt. Well, wait a second. They make more than any uh, anybody else in America. Anybody else? Is there Jewish privilege out there? No, because they're taught to work hard and get a job like a doctor or a lawyer or possibly work in the entertainment world. That's the truth. Is there Jewish guilt out there? The answer is no. We're we're talking. Oh, oh, okay. Let, let oh, I want to read the white identities. Number one, white supremacist clearly marked white society that preserves names and values white superiority. White voyeurism. Wouldn't challenge a white supremacist, desires non-whiteness because it's interesting, pleasurable, seeks to control the consumption and the appropriation of non-whiteness, fascination with the culture. White privilege may critique supremacy, but a deep investment in questions of fairness, equality under the normalization of whiteness and the white rule, sworn goal of diversity. White benefit, sympathetic to a set of issues, but only privately. Won't speak, act in solidarity publicly because benefiting through whiteness in public, uh, 
some POC are in this category as well. White confessional. Some exposure of whiteness takes place, but as a way of being accountable to the POC, white critical. Take on board critiques of whiteness and invest in exposing, marking the white regime. The white regime. Refuses to be complicit with the regime, whiteness speaking back to whiteness. White trader actively refuses complicity, names what's going on. Intention is to subvert white authority and tell the truth at whatever cost. Need them to dismantle institutions. White abolitionists changing institutions, dismantling whiteness, and not allowing whiteness to reassert itself. Now, that last one right there sounds a tad bit racist to me. So let's call, shall we, this school. Uh, whoop, wrong one. Star six, seven. One, two, one, two. Four, six, oh. Eight, four, six, seven. Yes, I want to call it, asshole. Don't ask me. Come on, work. Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Your call cannot be completed as the cold party is temporarily unavailable. Please try again later. Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Of Your call. Why, why, why is it not available? Oh, their schools aren't open there. That's why. They're too busy killing old people in New York to open the schools. You want to dismantle whiteness? That's that that is completely racist. I missed the first part of this. The racist crap came from a school. It came from yeah, it came from a school. It it, it it's coming from the principal of a high school or Eastside Community School in Manhattan. The spokesman said school workers are now being threatened over the missive. Our staff has now been targeted with vile, racist, anti-Semitic, and homophobic slurs. Why is there anti-Semitism in there? If, 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 if Jewish people aren't deemed white, why is there anti-Semitic and homophobic slurs and degrading language from people outside their school and nothing justifies the abuse? The Director Institute wrote in a tweet that included a posting of the curriculum, this is the new language of public education. Well, then you know what? My kid will go, if, if God forbid I ever had a kid, they'd go to a private school. Uh, there is Jewish guilt, Arnie. That's just from the space lasers that cause forest fires. Is it me or are the most racist people the ones claiming racism. This is like when you're dating somebody and they're always accusing you of cheating and you have not cheated. And then you come to find out they've been cheating on you the whole time, but they still blame you or, or say you're cheating. 
the most racist people out there are the ones who are claiming racism. Added Brian says, I read a story a few years back about some school that is a private school where they have separate special classes where the black kids get cupcakes and the white kids were taught about how privileged they are instead of getting treats too. Why can't all kids get cupcakes? Is America racist? Yes. Yes, America's racist. And by the way, there's no such thing as reverse racism. A racist is a racist is a racist. This goes back to, you know, love is love. When all those people that were coming out, you know, standing up for the gays to get married and all that kind of good stuff. Oh, Jesus. Jesus Christ. Elite K through eight school teaches. Oh, this is great. Thank you, Addict Brian. Teaches white students that are born racist. <laughs> An elite Manhattan school is teaching white kids as young as six that they're born racist and should feel guilty benefiting from white privilege while heaping praise and cupcakes on their black peers. You've got to be fucking crazy. Unfucking believable. If you want to say that, that there is so much racism in America and it has to do with white people, no, it's not. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Stop it. Stop it. I'm so tired of this. I'm so tired of this white guilt. apologizing for things that happened 150 years ago. I I, I don't know how you apologize for that. I, I don't know. I wasn't here. I didn't do it. By the way, is, is, is Irish white being Irish white? Because they were treated fucking terribly when they came to America. What about Italians? Italians are treated terribly in this country, but they're considered white, aren't they? They're all mob members. Isn't that racist? But you can't say anything. You you can't say it because they're white. No, this, this new woke society we have, I can't wait until we all go back to sleep. Because this woke society we have, it, honestly, that's what's going to end America. That's what's going to be the end of the United States of America, is the woke population. You know what's going to start a civil war? These woke people. These people that are so woke, they, they join up in these causes. One thing that I, I, I saw during the uh, summer riots this last year, and this one really makes me sick. Are people who are going out to eat, and they're sitting there, and they're trying to eat their food, and all of a sudden protesters r- run into the restaurant and start yelling at them. Where is the restaurant telling these people to get the fuck out? These are paying customers. And by the way, will, you, will, you, will they go into a restaurant that has black folks in there? 
Uh, added Brian says, my kids are so fucked when they go out into the real world. They're growing up with me uh, as their mom. I make fun of everyone. Doesn't matter, color, gender, etc. I feel bad because they'll probably laugh at the shit they shouldn't. I, I, I say keep it up. I say keep it up. The, the, this is getting to be so ridiculous that you have to tiptoe around everywhere you go. Can I no longer have brownies? Just wondering, are, are brownies racist? What about blackened fish? I don't care for blackened fish. I know a lot of people. Me not caring for blackened fish, does that make me racist? How about black coffee? That racist as well. White chocolate. Are we appropriating chocolate with with the whiteness there? By the way, if you're sitting back and you're laughing at, at that right now, don't. It's that's real. I'm not making that shit up. You don't think they're gonna get rid of that? I don't like port rinds. Am I racist? I'm just gonna go ahead on on limb. Are, if you're white, yes. Because according to a school, you're born that way. By the way, that's the first time that's ever been said. I believe it was President Barack Obama who said racism is taught. We're going away from that, though, now. Now you're just born that way. They try to make a big deal of this study that happened a few years ago. Yeah, actually, it happened a lot longer than that. They put a doll out. They put two dolls out for kids to play with. And they let white kids go in first. And the white kids all chose the white doll instead of the black doll. You see, you see, white kids are ingrained to race. No. You know why they played with the white doll? Because it looked like them. Now, if, if you can't go along with that, then you'll have to say places like Chinatown and Little Italy and cities are racist. Do you know why there are Chinatowns and Little Italy's in, 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 in places? Because people like to be around people who they can relate to. Italians can relate to Italian people, so they like to live around Italian people. My nephew Jamie this week, and he just got uh, engaged. Nice girl. And my sister, who is Irish, just like me. My nephew, who is half Irish. He's half Italian. My sister married an Italian fellow. Now, he's half Italian, half Irish. They live in a place in, in the St. Louis area called The Hill. Now, it used to be go by something different. It used to be called Dago Hill. Dago is a put down to the Italian people. Now they just call it the Hill. Mainly Italians live in that area. That's got to be racist though, right? Because they they associate with themselves. And he got engaged at at, uh, the botanical gardens there because his fiance is a, a horticulturalist or whatever. Nice gal too. I've met her. Nice girl. But living in a place like that, that's got to be racist, right? Chinatown's got to be racist, right? 
Now, if you happen to live in a in a black neighborhood, that's not racist. That's uh, well, it, 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 they're just living with people that they can relate to. Other black folk, that's fine. See, this this is the goalpost that we keep pushing and pushing and pushing. By the way, racism is never going to leave. It's not. I, I apologize. I'm sorry for that. Racism will always be a part of this country. And I think it's only going to get worse. And I think the ramping up of it and all this kind of stuff, it, it all these woke people that want to say all this stuff, oh, this is racist, this is right. You don't even know what racist is. Unbelievable. A friend of mine is a uh, dark Sicilian, as many are, so yes, he is black too. Alicia says, I'm Italian on my dad's side and Russian on my mom's side. Neither of these cultures give a flying fuck. Dago or WAP, yeah, are meant to be insulting and treating Italians and low tier. Well, words only have power if you give power over your emotions. Well, once again, uh, Alicia, uh... Correct the mundo! But see, you are one of these people that was raised where sticks and stones could break your bones and words would never hurt them. My kids are Croatian, Irish, German, and Mexican. They look white. Should they be told that they have white privilege too? If they look white, then they have white privilege. I, I, I don't think, look, if you're asking me or if you're asking what they're saying, what they're saying is, is that, yes, they have white privilege. It's mind-numbingly stupid how divided we are as a country again. Mind-numbingly stupid. Dude, this country used to be such a cool place. Ogre says, good for you, Alicia, you Dago guinea. Fuck, I forgot Filipino, too. Uh, my Nona used to get called that. Yeah. Hey. And these are words that they don't use. They don't call the hill. They call it now the hill in St. Louis. They no longer call it Dago Hill. My dad still used to call it. I'll never forget when he said. I had one of those awkward moments as a kid. And and my sister, the hunk of shit that she is, at least she produced a really good son. I don't know enough about her daughter. I know that she did really well in school and she just got married and, well, I wasn't invited. That's a whole different story. She's a nice young lady. Her son Jay was the closest thing I'd probably ever have to a child. And I wasn't that, I mean, he was my nephew. I was there the day he was born. I'm very happy that he's engaged to the love of his life. I, I, I root for this kid like there's no tomorrow. My dad held him on a pedestal like there's no tomorrow. And he did the same for dad and me to a point. His dad, Jim, the Italian fellow. Very, very Italian last name that they have. Is one of the sweetest human beings I've ever met in my life. 
one of the nicest people will bend over backwards for you. My dad's sitting there at the table, and he, he just is talking. He goes, yeah, we were at Dago Hill. And I, just, I, I remember kind of cringing, going, oh, God, Dad. Jim didn't say a word. Jim, Jim is the kind of guy who wouldn't say shit if he had a mouthful of it. That's how good he is. So, so, so too good for my sister. Remember in The Godfather when the movie producer called Tom Hagen a guinea wop? Then Hagen says, I'm a German-Irish. To which the producer calls him a kraut mick, and Hagen doesn't give a fuck. Yes, that's the way we used to be. I mean, now whenever I go over to, you know, if I were to ever see my sister again, which probably ain't going to happen. I mean, if I get invited to this wedding, I will go. But I, th- th- this is the way it goes whenever I walk in. Ah, uh, scusi. Babbity boopy. Get calls, huh? Babbity boopy. Babbity boopy. Babbity babbity. Boopity bopa. Uh, Chris just said, hey, Arnie, do you remember what sound an Italian helicopter makes? It goes, wop, 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 wop. I know I'm going to hell, don't care. Oh, that's funny. That's a funny joke, man. And that's all it is, is a joke. Scott says you should crash that way. Well, this is my plan this summer. And I know I'm 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 a child. Uh, when it comes to to people who have wronged me, I I can't take the high road. I have taken the high road for something for the last five years, and I think you guys know what that is. But when it comes to this, I just I I told you guys this last year. Uh, I found something uh, last year that broke my heart. Absolutely destroyed me. And what it was was a headstone that my dad's ashes were buried at. He's next to my birth mom at Jefferson Barracks Cemetery. And it's a national cemetery right there in St. Louis. My dad is from there. My birth mom was buried there on behest of my father. And I was not invited to when they put the headstone there when they had the ceremony. I wasn't invited to that. I, I didn't even know it was being done. Hell, I would have chipped in. I wasn't told about it at all. So this is how I'm going to do it, Scott. Instead of crashing the wedding, I am going to go to St. Louis one more time at least in my life, unfortunately. I want to do it during the summertime so at least I can go to a Cardinal game. I'm going to go to Jefferson Barracks. And I'm going to find a map and go in there in the information, ask where my dad is. And then I'm going to call my sister and go, hey, how do I get to dad and mom here in Jefferson Barracks? And it's going to catch her off guard because she's going to be like, wait, you're in town? Yeah, I'm in town, but I'm not here to see you. I'm here to see my father. Douglas says, sticks and stones may break your bones, but words will never offend someone and should be banned. Yes. You should visit Red Fox, too. Is he buried at Jefferson Barracks? If he's at Jefferson Barracks, I'll go see Red Fox. 
Uh, and uh, to be fair, making fun of the Irish, my favorite joke is, what do you call a lazy Irishman who sits in the yard? Patty O. Furniture. Yeah, it's like the two gay Irishmen. Mike Fitzpatrick and Patrick Fitzmike. Or, or wait, it's it's uh, it's Gerald Fitzpatrick and Patrick Fitzgerald. That's the better way to tell it. That's a great joke. By the way, when I see stereotypes of Irish people falling down drunk, when the Family Guy, one of the funniest things I remember ever seeing, when Peter goes to Ireland and they land and it's skirting all the bottles, like the plane is running into all the, the, the used empty bottles of whiskey and beer on the runway. That's fucking hilarious. That's funny. Stereotypes are there for a reason. If you ever go down the old, uh, the old uh, rabbit hole on YouTube, look up Kentucky Fried Chicken commercials. When Jason Alexander, not these terrible colonel ones, but when Jason Alexander used to be the voice of KFC, all you see in there is black people. And nobody, nobody ever said anything about those ads. Ogre says, that, uh, that's one of my favorite episodes ever. So fucking funny and true, according to the Irish. Yes. Steve Harvey had the greatest answer ever. Now, in this segment with this, why do black people eat fried chicken? Steve Harvey said it clean. He goes, because it's fucking good. That's why they like it. And and real quick, I'm going to go ahead and agree with him. I think we can go ahead and say all people eat fried chicken. Why? Because it's fucking good. Now, like, why do Russian people eat borscht? Yeah, because they're used to that shit. No, Ratburger, that is untrue. Black folks do not like churches. Fucking churches is ass. If I saw Steve Harvey in an airport, I'd yell, Hey, everybody, Steve Harvey thinks chicken tastes good. (laughs) All right, we'll take a break. But before we take that break, we have to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and all you people that, I don't know what the fuck you are, your genders are, are different and odd and strange to me, it is that time again. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? It is time, ladies and gentlemen, for Celebrity, celebrity. celebrity. Rehab. 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 Celebrity Rehab Ass Death Match. It is that time. Let's get it on! Where we take cast members from the show Celebrity Rehab and we pit them against each other to the death to find out who the ultimate champion would be. Here we go. Our first round. Are you ready? Are you ready? Oh, you think darkness is your ally? Mm -hmm. You merely adopted the dark. 
I was born in it. Mm-hmm. Yes, you were. All right, so here we go. In round number one. Boy, we have a chick that, that used to be known as the Hollywood Madam. Her face is fucked up, but boy, does this gal love parrots. I don't know why she loves parrots. She loves parrots. She was on one of the final seasons of Celebrity Rehab. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one and only, Heidi Fleiss. And she is taking on easily one of the ugliest human beings, not only to be on Celebrity Rehab, but to walk the face of the earth, a girl who had sex with her daddy, Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Mackenzie Phillips. Heidi Fleiss versus Mackenzie Phillips. Who you got? This one's close. I'm going to give you guys a couple minutes because that was that, that was shorter. There, here you go. It's close. I need I need some more votes, people. Holy shit, it's tied now. All right, that's going to do it. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Such a close fight. Ladies and gentlemen, Heidi Fleiss moves on. Wow. Heidi Fleiss and her gaggle of hooers move on. Oh, boy, our next matchup. This is a doozy right here. This guy in and out of rehab so many times. I think he was on two or three seasons of Celebrity Rehab, then was on Sober House. I give you the shitty lead singer of Crazy Town, Seth Shifty Shellshock, and he is taking on a legend in the drug world. A man who was so fucked up in his own head, he thought he was one of the counselors at Dr. Drew's rehab facility. I give you Gary Busey. Shifty Shellshock versus Gary Busey. Who ya got? It's not looking good for one of the contestants. Oh, one of the contestants is bleeding profusely. Wait, we have to end it. This is a bloodbath. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and the first stoppage of today's match. Gary Busey destroyed. Destroyed Seth Shifty Shellshock. Oh, man. Man, next round is a battle of teeth between he and Heidi. Okay, our next round, ladies and gentlemen, I give you a couple of D-list celebrities 
Boy, oh boy, are they related to A-listers, though. His sister was a pretty woman. His drug habit wasn't. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one and only Eric Roberts. Taking on what possibly could be, and this is a dangerous statement, the least talented Baldwin brother, Daniel. I mean, he's not Stephen, he's not William, he's not Alec, but Daniel Baldwin. Eric Roberts versus Daniel Baldwin. Ask family, who you got? making a comeback. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. He took the lead. Oh, my God. And it's over. It's over, ladies and gentlemen. He came back from four votes down. Daniel Baldwin moves ahead. Oh, my God. Dear Lord. Wow. I did not see that one coming. This is why we do it. In our first matchup. In our, the last of our first round, and, and what we'll do here is we'll move on to the next one, and we'll get the semifinals out of it, or we'll get it down to the semifinals. I gave you two hot broads. At least at one time, one of them was super hot. Yes, Arnie, you need to play way more Kenny Loggins. All right, here we go. She was the hot chick dancing on top of a jaguar in the White Snake videos. She beat up her husband because she was crazy on pills. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Tawny Katane taking on another person that was on a lot of episodes of Celebrity Rehab. She was on the drug one, the sex one, and the sober house. She was a smoking hot model. Was in the movie L.A. Confidential. I give you and she lived with her 70-year-old mother, and they did pills together. I give you Amber Smith. Tawny Katane versus Amber Smith. Celebrity rehab ass death match. Who ya got? I loved Amber Smith because she was super hot. Tawny Katane had just gotten old, but Tawny Katane is your winner. Remember, Amber Smith was also on sex rehab. Boy, if I would have known that and lived in L.A. Oh, man. All right, now, 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 we have to break it down here. We have 
in our first round matchup to get to the final four. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to ask you to choose between these two wonderful people. I give you Heidi Fleiss, the Hollywood madam, and her giant set of weird teeth taking on the one and only Gary Busey, who ya got. wins easy but we have breaking news hold on a second now i gotta find the breaking news thing here i gotta make sure this ladies and gentlemen can i please have your attention i've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story and i need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen wow conservative talk show pioneer dead at the age of 70 rush limbaugh rush limbaugh died Uh, he's bad health had cancer all that kind of good stuff man well, some big shoes to fill right there. Thank you guys for sending me the stuff. I appreciate that. Uh, I will look into it during the break. But we have to finish up Celebrity Ass Deathmatch first, though. Sorry. I apologize. Uh, back to our preceding uh, score. Okay, Gary Busey wins easy. Okay. Final one. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Daniel Baldwin, the least talented of the Baldwin brothers, against Tawny Katane. Ask family who you got. Taking off. It's taken off. There it is. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No. No, it's not. It is the one and only Tawny Katane. Tawny Katane, my God, she moves on. Half of the final four is set. Gary Busey versus Tawny Katane in the final four. What official cause of Russia's death listed as complications to Corona? That's bullshit. That motherfucker, he had so many issues. Didn't he have can didn't he have like some sort of like stage four pain? I- I'll look it up. Let me let me uh let me take a break here. Let me look it up. And uh, uh that'll be the first story. Oh, that's a joke. Okay, good. Uh seven seven five three five seven fans number Arty Radio One at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler. Uh, when we come back, we have more shit to get to, all kinds of stuff, and the next round of Celebrity Rehab Ass Deathmatch. Well, I woke up Sunday morning with no way to hold my head. That didn't hurt 
And the beer I had for breakfast wasn't bad, so I had one more for dessert. Then I fumbled in my closet, through my clothes and found my cleanest dirty shirt. Then I washed my face and combed my hair and stumbled down the stairs to meet the day. I'd smoked my mind the night before with cigarettes and songs I'd been picking. But I lit my first and watched a small kid playing with a can that he was kicking. Then I walked across the street and caught the Sunday smell of someone's frying chicken. And Lord, it took me back to something that I lost somewhere. Somehow along the way On a Sunday morning sidewalk I'm wishing, Lord, that I was stoned Cause there's something in a Sunday That makes a body feel alone And there's nothing sure to die in That's half as lonesome as the sound Of the sleeping city sidewalk And Sunday morning coming down In the park I saw a daddy With a laughing little girl that he was swinging And I stopped beside a Sunday school And listened to the song they were singing Then I headed down the street And somewhere far away a lonely bell was ringing And it echoed through the canyons Like a disappearing dreams of yesterday On a Sunday morning sidewalk I'm wishing, Lord, that I was stoned Cause there's something in a Sunday That makes a body feel alone And there's nothing sure to die in That's half as lonesome as the sound Of the sleeping city sidewalk And Sunday morning coming down
Back a few months ago, I was headlining at a great big nightclub. And they put me up a couple of days early. I came in a couple of days early, and they put me up at what they call the Star Suite. Now, here I am, headliner in one of the biggest nightclubs in the country, and I wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning in this Star Suite, all by myself. Yeah, that's what I said, aww. But I did what I've always done, man, to cheer myself up. I picked up my guitar, I sat down, I wrote me a little song. Now this is how it feels to be alone at the top of the hill and trying to figure out why. Oh Lord, it's hard to be humble When you're perfect in every way I can't wait to look in the mirror Cause I get better looking each day To know me is to love me I must be a hell of a man Oh Lord, it's hard to be humble But I'm doing the best that I can I used to have a girlfriend But I guess she just couldn't compete With all of these love-starved women Who keep clamoring at my feet Well, I probably could find me another but I guess they're all in all of me Who cares, I'd never get lonesome Cause I treasure my own company Oh Lord, it's hard to be humble When you're perfect in every way Can't wait to look in the mirror Can't wait to look in the mirror Help me out now, come on I get better looking each day To know me is to what? To know me is to love me Must be a hell of a man I must be a hell of a man Oh Lord, it's hard Lord, it's hard to be humble When you're doing what? We're doing the best that we can I guess you could say I'm alone Boy, outlaw, tough and proud Well, I could have lots of friends if I wanted But then I wouldn't stand out from the crowd Some folks say that I'm egotistical Hell, I don't even know what that means I guess it has something to do with the way That I fill out my skin-tight blue jeans Where's all the kickers in here? Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble When you're perfect every way When you're perfect in every way Can't wait to look in the mirror I can't wait to look in the mirror Cause I get better looking I get better looking each day To know me is to what? To know me is to love me Must be a hell of a man Must be a hell of a man Oh, Lord, it's hard Lord, it's hard to be humble. What are we doing? We're doing the best that we can. One more time. What are we doing? We're doing the best that we can.
Fans. All right, here we go. Uh, Rush Limbaugh, I've got the story right here. Passed away due to complications from stage four lung cancer. Was diagnosed in January of 2020. Uh, died today. His family announced it on his radio. His wife announced it on his radio show. Now, let me say this right now. I was never a big fan of Rush. A lot of people are. Love people. A lot of people love Rush Limbaugh, and and I get it. I, I totally understand. Uh, big time pioneer in the world of radio. I I have to give credit where credit is due. Uh, he did a lot for talk radio. He did a lot for conservative radio. He'll be missed. Those are like I said. I I'm not kidding. And I wasn't making a fat joke about it. That those are going to be truly the biggest shit. Those, those, that's like trying to replace Howard Stern in New York, honestly. For conservatives, and, and the funny thing is, is that Rush Limbaugh and Howard Stern have the exact same birthday. Did you know that? Uh-huh. Both of them, icons in the industry. Rush did, like, Rush was, I, I didn't like Rush because Rush was a tad bit preachy. I, I don't need to hear my politics preach to me the way he did it. Uh, but he will be missed. Was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Probably the, it is the highest award a civilian can get. Donald Trump gave that to him. I, I, I think he, he, he earned it. Like, I mean, it, it's Rush. It. Everybody, you know, I, I, I'm not, it's sad because it's just, uh, I don't know, it's kind of a, a part of my, uh, an icon in my industry is gone. It sucks. No good. So there you go. There you go. We covered it. Now, if you weren't listening in the last break, you missed the first round of Celebrity Rehab Ask Deathmatch. Gary Busey and Tawny Katane are representing the East. And he was on Family Guy making fun of himself. True showman. Yeah, he was. He, he really, he got it. Rush got it. And that's the thing that, that a, lot of, a, a lot of people aren't going to understand. They're going to think, oh, he was just a horrible conservative. He was terrible. You know, he was terrible. No. And people want to say, oh, he's just like Alex Jones. No. Alex Jones is a kook compared to Rush. It's funny what conservatives are saying about being locked out of social media. The left say the same thing about talk radio because of people like Rush. Yeah, well, and that's the whole thing. But the thing is, is that conservatives being locked out of social media is one thing. The left uh, says talk radio, but then the right could come back and go, okay, what about television and mainstream media, which is television? The right is locked out of that. So, yeah, Rush being gone, sad, sad day for the world of broadcasting. 
I think. He was on a lot of radio stations. A lot of job openings this morning. Just saying that right now. Uh, all right. Now, I hate to keep going in politics, but we I'm just going to call this this break the really, really stupid break before we get to the next round of Celebrity Rehab Ass Deathmatch. And whenever you have a break of stupidity, you have to include Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who said something today that, well, I, I do believe now is the stupidest thing she could ever say. And that's saying a lot. But she says, and I quote, passing the Green New Deal would have helped to prevent the devastating power outages in Texas, which have left millions struggling to find warmth. Uh, I'm sorry, I've got to play this louder so she can hear it. Are you out of your ever-loving, fucking, cotton-picking, goddamn mind? Quote, the infrastructure failures in Texas are quite literally what happens when you don't pursue a new Green Deal. Now, see, Attic Ryan, you get it. Alex Jones is awesome when he's drunk. He's even more awesome. I could listen to him talk for hours. Not because I believe the shit he says, but because the shit he says is funny. The first time I ever heard Alex Jones, I thought it was a comedy take. Kale, I, I appreciate you. Let me just cover this up real quick. There is a power plant in Rockwall, Texas. It might be in Rowlett. It's a little blurred lines there. But the problem is, it runs off of dastardly coal. And it's been shut down for the last two years. Along with other coal plants in the state of Texas. Shut down. The reason the power grid has failed in the state of Texas is because... Most of the wind turbines in the state of Texas, if you looked at the state of Texas, the entire state, every single county, is pink, which stands for ICE and their breast cancer awareness. They're very, very aware here in the state of Texas. ICE, frozen. This is the frozen tundra of the great state of Texas. And the wind turbines have frozen. Now, when wind turbines, uh, Miss Cortez, I don't know if you realize this, when the wind turbines can't spin, no electricity can be generated, you dumb fucking skag. AFC needs to be punted to the cunt island along with Nancy Pelosi. I'd actually like to see those two fight. Oh, Nancy Nancy wins that. 
Nancy's got the experience. You know, Nancy's got a fucking a tomahawk in the back of her hair. She's going to stick it in AOC's back. How do people this stupid get elected? Duh, my name is Elay. I look like a horse. My name is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And I'm too dumb to even be a hooker. So I think I'll run for Congress. Look, the governor says he wants to get a full picture of what caused the problem. I can tell you. Frozen turbines. Now, they're saying that the failures in natural gas, coal, and nuclear energy systems were responsible for about double the number of outages caused by frozen wind turbines. Here's the problem. Most of the natural gas and coal and nuclear energy systems have been shut down. Come on now. Come on now. Picture AOC with Heidi Fleiss's teeth. Boy, those little dots on Pac-Man are scared. Texans should have wheelchair-driven generators in their homes just like the governor. That was, you know what? That was one of my favorite memes I saw. Said, don't use those. If you're an anti-coal, anti-oil person, don't use those generators at your house. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. You better be coal just like your fucking neighbors. Come on now, really? God, I hate her so much. I, 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 I don't understand how somebody so stupid, so absolutely positively dumb can get elected. <laughs> he gets offended by rolling blackouts. Well, you see, they hold casting calls. That's how AOC got elected. Let's remember, she got elected by receiving 16,000 votes the first time. The second time, she got 100,000. Why? Because her name became popular. She hasn't passed anything. All she's done is gotten her face out there and said some of the most asinine, stupid, insane things I've ever heard in my entire life. Unbelievable. But look, like I said, this is the break of stupidity here. And our next targets are these idiots. Harry and Meghan. Now, now, I hate to joke about this, and if you know me, you know that I'm lying right now. Did you not see what the queen did to your own mama? She plays games on Twitch. That's marketing. Yeah, I agree. Did you not see what what the queen did to Princess Diana, your own mother? What do you think she's going to do to you? Is that why you moved out of England? You think she can't she can't reach over here? 
Harry and Meghan didn't inform the Queen that they were planning a tell-all Oprah chat. That's right. By the way, I found this to be awesome yesterday when I found it. You know, Oprah was at their wedding. Remember a couple months ago I told you about George Clooney and Anal? Uh, I'm sorry, Amal, A-M-A-L, his wife. George Clooney and Amal said they never met this couple, yet they were invited to the wedding. Now, I got married, unfortunately, once. And the people that I didn't know at that wedding were all people that knew the bride. We didn't have anybody there that we didn't know. And we ain't big-time, you know, fucking celebrities because, well, our grandma is the queen. Oprah Winfrey got to sit at the head table at the reception. I'm not kidding. And had only met Meghan Markle once through her lesbian lover, allegedly, Gail. Stedman is just the dildo holder. That's all Stedman does in the bedroom. Hey, Oprah, you, you want to use the double dome today, or can I jump in? No, you can't jump in, Stedman. You fucking tool. And it's amazing because Oprah somehow landed the Harry and Meghan sit-down interview. And from everything that's being discussed, nothing is off the plate. Everything will be discussed. Why they stepped down as senior royals. Probably what they think of the queen. All this kind of stuff. Hey, Harry, Megan, Harry, you might be safe. You might just lose a leg or something. And then you'll you'll hop on back to England when y'all are in a car somewhere and paparazzi's chasing you, and lo and behold, whoop, you become decapitated. Whoops-a-daisy, Megan. Sorry about that. And then I'll have a whole new list of jokes. You know, why did Megan cross the road? Because she wasn't wearing her seatbelt. You know, it's shit like that. <laughs> did you hear Megan had dandruff? Yeah, her head and shoulders were in glove compartment. <laughs> Prince Harry's going to have to change his name from Harry to Eileen. <laughs> I, 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 I would just... I, I would hesitate to fuck with the queen. And this, and look, he has fucked with, they have fucked with the queen so much in the last year that the queen has about had it. And she needs to kill at least one more person before she dies. Uh, let's see, airs on March 7th. Topics to be discussed. Stepping into life as a royal, marriage and motherhood, philanthropic work, I don't care. Life are under intense public pressure. What public pressure? Now, now, now look, I, 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 I will say this right now. I was at the, the bottom of the totem pole when it came to the world of being a celebrity, if you will, in the city of Sacramento. I didn't feel any public pressure. Granted, I'm not on their level. 
even though I just want to point out they're really not celebrities. They have no talents. Uh, by the way, you can always step away from Go live somewhere in seclusion. Go up to Montana or Wyoming, just like Kanye did. Yeah, you might get a few people that follow you. How is the queen still alive? On the souls of all the people that she's killed. That's how she's still alive. That's the first. Oh, that's the first half when it's just Megan. The second half, Harry will join. And they'll talk about their move to the U.S. and their future hopes and dreams for expanding their family. Boy, I so can't wait to not watch this garbage. I probably will watch it, though, just so I can yell at my television and say, shut up, you dumb fucking skag. By the way, if you're wondering what skag means, skag is my new term for the C word. That's all Megan is. She is a dirty skag. What? Who wants this? Who is raising their hand saying, man, I really want to see an interview with these two? Tim says, you think Hillary has a poster of the queen on her wall with pink hearts drawn all over? Oh, yeah. The queen is probably her mentor. God damn it, that's the one I don't have. I, oh, I had that fucking drop the other night. I even emailed it to myself and I got rid of it because I forgot about it. Check yourself into the van down by the river. I had Matt Foley, motivational speaker. I wish you would just shut your yapper. Oh, I got to get those. I got to put those in the sound effect machine. Shit, I had them just the other day. They'll be in tomorrow. Alicia says, you're poor TV. (laughs) Yeah, I yell at that TV more than I yell at Bubba. And that's saying something. Right, Bubba? Yeah, he's he's asleep. I want to see an interview with the Markles, but I want it to be on ass. Oh. Oh, dear God, to get that opportunity. So, Megan, let me ask you this. Why is it? Why did you invite people that you didn't know to your own wedding? Like George and Amal Clooney? What was it like holding that briefcase for Howie Mandel? Was it cool meeting Jason Sudeikis as you had a small walk-on role in the movie Horrible Bosses? Well, when Harry joins up, uh, I'll look at Harry and go, uh, let's see. Uh, Oh, Harry, did you know your mother was on the radio the day she died? Yeah, she was on the upholstery and the seat covers, too. I won't play the rim shot. Well, (laughs) I'd ask Harry, what is your favorite Princess Diana joke? (laughs) That might set him off. Oh, no, I've got a worked-up British ginger coming at me. Whoa. Oh, no. What are you going to do, scare me with your horrible dental work? We'll give her Joe Biden questions. What flavored Jello did you have for lunch? Yeah, by the way, if anybody thinks that this interview is going to be a real hard-hitting interview, 
I'm, I'm shaking my head right now because it's not. It's going to be nothing but softball after softball lobbed up to him. I'd like her more if she was married to Jason Sudeikis, right? And fuck Jason. And fuck Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde has ditched Jason Sudeikis, who is really funny. For that guy who doesn't know if he's a boy or a girl, that hairy whatever his fucking face is, that One Direction kid. Now they're living together in sin. You whore. Olivia Wilde, you're tainted. Harry will lift his leg and destroy your stench. Come on. This I, this is so... They are expected to discuss stepping down as senior royals, but are unlikely to go into all the details that proceeded to this to avoid upsetting the queen. Uh, the queen is already upset. Yeah, yeah. You told the world before you told the queen that you were pregnant again. She ain't happy about that. She's real happy that her grandbaby, Harry, moved away. And she can't see the great-grandkids. You dumb skag. Oh, this is going to be an interview that fucking just sucks balls. So, Harry, what's your favorite color? Motherfucker better say mocha. He better say mocha. If he don't say mocha, he's a racist. Stupid. Very, very stupid. How about this? How, how You try this on for size. Scientists, usually really, really smart. Not so here in Russia. Nope. Uh, maybe on live TV, Megan will spread her legs and reveal the alien probe that mesmerizes and controls all who watch. Russian scientists are trying to extract prehistoric viruses from 50,000-year-old animal carcasses frozen in a permafrost. They're using the remains of extinct mammoths and hairy rhinos with the oldest believed to be 50,000 years old. And they're looking to unlock prehistoric viruses by extracting biological material. Now, I ask you, ass family, what could go wrong? You're, you're extracting viruses that are 50,000 year old that have been dormant for 50,000 years? Not a good idea. I, I, I just got to say, in my heart, I believe not that good of an idea. Ogre says, oh, good. More viruses to unleash on the earth. Yeah. Oh, when I hear you say, oh, good, I just think of Christian Bale in the rant on the Terminator. Oh, good for you. Ogre goes on to say, Russia is starting to compete with China, I see. This is no way is a bad idea. I won't be able to call it the Russian flu. No, that's racist. You can't call it that. You'll have to call it the, the mammoth flu or the hairy rhino flu. But that might make rhinos who aren't hairy feel bad, so you'll just have to call it the rhino flu. Anderson says, this, this sounds like the start of a bad B-movie sci-fi zombie movie. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I mean, honestly. 
Correct the mundo. Who said a da? I mean, how many vodkas were had? They're sitting around the old Kremlin. They're just pounding shots. Of, I always do. We should go and dig up that woolly mammoth we got and see what kind of bugs and viruses are in there. And then they'd extract them. And then, whoops, a daisy, we put it in one of the markets out there. You know, we put it in the Borscht market, and then somehow we kill half the world's population. Fantastic idea. Duh. Harry Rhino, that's my wife's nickname for me. That's too much information. TMI, brother. If I am the World Health Organization or Joe Biden, I go, stop! The scientists would sound more funny discussing it. They sound like Bill Cosby and Andy Rooney. The first dollar of the floppy, you take it out to every rhino. You ever notice that when you take a virus out, you can't put it back in? You ever wonder why the hairy rhino doesn't sneeze? Well, it's a because it don't have the pudding pops, flippity dippity. You see, what we do is we take the, the doohickey and we insert it in the whack-a-mole. And then you put the pudding pop in there and you go to do to do to do to do I have no idea what you're saying. Have you realized that? You ever wonder why Bill Cosby's so hard to understand? You ever notice that chocolate pudding pops don't really taste like pudding? Do we have a weather girl that says, please don't do that? Please don't do that? (laughs) You're eating poop. (laughs) This is so stupid. So stupid. By the way, next year, get ready to be locked down with the hairy rhino flu. Biden and who would say stop unless there was a Republican in the White House? Yeah, then you're being xenophobic. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, all right. Now, a couple more and then we'll get back to uh, I'll save that one. That, that one's worth saving. Uh, I sent uh, a part of this story to uh, Alicia. Alicia is not only in the healthcare world, she is, an, uh, she is a mixed martial artist. I've seen her fight. Great fighter. Tough gal. And I sent her the story about this gal. No. About a transgender fighter who has broken several women's skulls. Okay. You guys out there, I want you to think about this. You fellas. Think about all the times as a little boy that you got hit in the head or you fell. And it hurt like a motherfucker. Right? Now think of your skull as actually broken. It takes a lot to break somebody's skull. And this transgender, this quote-unquote female MMA fighter, has broken several and is now being called. Are you ready for this? Are you ready? Alicia, I hope you're listening. She is being celebrated as, quote, the bravest athlete in history.
the bravest athlete in history. I, I, I want that to go through. Uh, here's the story. I'll share it with you. And all you got to do is scroll down just a little bit, and you get to see one of the victims from this assault. Because that's what this is. It's nothing but assault. If you are one of these people or you know people that say, oh, MMA is just nothing but a bunch of hooligans beating each other legally, well, then this is going to play out well for you. Because in this case, it's 100% true. This is, no, this is a savage man who was raised as a man, trained as a man, has the body and bone structure of a man, and he is fighting against women and is being called the bravest athlete in history. Stink fist, I, I, you, you beat me to it. I wanted to say it earlier. Fuck you, Jackie Robinson. Fuck you, Babe Zaharias. Fuck you, Jim Thorpe. Well, he says, already a fully developed man before transition. I want to know what you weigh. Because I'm looking at a picture of the gal you fought and savagely assaulted. The fighter's name is Fallon Fox. By the way, females have thinner skulls than men. Not Fallon Fox. Fallon Fox has a man skull. Her bone density isn't going to change due to hormones. Grabberger says, I want to see one of the girls knock the shit out of this he-she. I don't. I want to see a man beat the fuck out of him. Because this fucker is somebody who wasn't good enough to fight against men. This is why, they, I, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm just here to say it right now. This is why I'm opposed to all of this bullshit. If you aren't good enough to beat your own sex, then don't fucking go to the other sex. You'll never ever see a woman transition, a woman fighter transition into a, a male fighter. You're never going to see that. And if you do, you're only going to see that fighter last a couple fights because they're going to get killed. This is sickening. This is... The blogger said, anyone who condemns Fox is a transphobic bigot. Well, let me just say this, name caller. Fuck you. You fucking twat burger. I identify as a 12-year-old boy class. Uh, uh, boy, now can I go to school and be the bravest 14-year-old bully in the history of time? Yeah. Oh, I, I identify as a nine-year-old Jeopardy contestant. I'm going to go on Jeopardy and win millions of dollars, and you can't say a thing to me. If you do, you're child-aphobic. They fought at the 145 class, which means the day of the fight, they're not 145. They're more like 150, 160. Yes. Okay, so this is what I'd like to see. I would like to see Fallon Fox take on Conor McGregor. Right in the 160 mark, right there, right? 145, maybe Nate Diaz. Any of those fighters. 
I would like to see that. How long does that fight last? 10 seconds? 30 seconds? You know what I want? I want the man to fucking play around with this. I'm not going to put down women and call this gal a woman. I'm not. I'm just going to call this this. And yes, I guess I am a transphobic bigot. Well, guess what? I proudly wear that title. Gladly. Because I'll tell you this right now. I'll get in the ring with her. 145-pound woman against me? I'll win. Oh, but she's not a woman? She's a man? I'll still win. This is so disgusting. You know what? Hold on a second. I want want to call a buddy of mine, Uh, my buddy Matt Tonkin. He runs a a gym in Reno, and uh, he actually trains a lot of fighters. I want to get his take on this. And then we'll get back to Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. But I got his phone number here. I want to call him just real quick. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Contacts. Is under Tonkin? There it is. It's under Tonkin. Matt Tonkin, great guy too, by the way. Let's see if, if I can get a signal out of the house. Because the snow is fucked shit up. Hey, Matt, it's Arnie. Arnie States, what's up, brother man? Hey, I'm on the air right now, and I just got a quick question for you. About 10 inches. Yeah, okay, good, good. Yeah, now My, some, my foot, okay. my foot. Uh, you are a, a, a very accomplished trainer in the world of mixed martial arts. You're a, very, yes. uh, you're a very accomplished athlete in the world of mixed martial arts, correct? Past tense, yes. Yes. I'm old and broken. Yeah, I know. I know. So am I. So am I. I could say the same about me with softball, but I, I'm old yeah. and broken. Where do you stand on this fighter named Fallon Fox? Is that the the he she that's fighting? Yes. Yeah, I, you know, I really got a problem with that man. And, um, and you train I, female fighters. Would you allow? I, I do. Would you allow one of your and and I know one of your or I I saw you one of your female fighters beat one of my friends. Yes. Would you allow any of your female fighters to fight Fallon Fox? No. Why is that? Well, I, you know, and I, I'm not very politically correct. No, no, I'm not either. Mad, but I, I, I'm sick about I, I this think, story. This you know, story is disgusting. Genetically, if you're a man, um, and I don't mean it in like a superior way, but I, I think that, that you're much stronger pound for pound than a female. And if you put a female in there with somebody that's, that's basically a man fighting as a woman, um, you, you know, MMA is a very dangerous sport. You're, very. You're, you're talking about getting somebody seriously hurt or killed. And, and I draw the line there. Like, you know, I draw the line at safety and, you know, you've got, you've got these male athletes that are competing against females in track. Now I, I was just yeah. reading that this morning, in you know, some guy that was ranked 390th in the nation is now mm-hmm. ranked number one as a female. Like, yeah. come on, man. Yeah. Oh, I, I moved back to the state of Texas and, and I'm back here now. And the, the, uh, there was a, a kid here who transitioned so he could wrestle girls and he was the state champ as a wrestling champion. I'm sorry, but maybe I'm old school, but I just got a problem with that, man. Right. Like that, that I, I, I honestly, I think it's unethical. I do too. Um, I think, I think it's dangerous. I think it's unethical. I'm, yeah. I'm looking at a picture. The, do you know this woman has broken three women's skulls? I, I did not know that, three. but that's, I mean, it's not surprising. I no. mean, you know, it's pound for pound. You just can't match 
you just can't match that. And, and you're just, you're seriously asking somebody to get, to get hurt. Um, you know, they, I know there was talk of like Amanda Nunez, who's that YouTuber idiot, um, that Jake Paul Dana White was going to put her up against, against him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I just, you know, and, and I was raised different. I was raised, you don't ever put hands on a woman. No, you know, I got beat up by my ex-wife and I didn't throw a punch. Right? <laughs> no, I mean, uh, no, seriously, like she busted my lip and I still didn't hit her. Yeah. Because my life, what my, I was raised, the only way you raise your hand to a woman is if your life is in jeopardy. And I knew my yeah. life wasn't in jeopardy because she hit like a fucking girl. But <laughs> this, this, I, I mean, hey, Matt, I'm going to let yeah. you go, but I just want right, to thank you so much for taking the time to answer this. I really do no appreciate worries, it. No worries, man. It's always good to hear from you, Arnie, hey, man. Take care, my friend. You too, pal. All right, brother. Bye. Bye. All right, so there you go. There, there's my good friend Matt Tonkin, and uh, damn it, I should have let him plug if he's got any fights coming up because he is a really, really good dude. Uh, one, he's one, one of my favorite people, and I, 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 I'm with you guys. I, I think this is sickening. I think it's disgusting and beyond wrong. And by the way, if you don't think so, then let me just say this right now: if this guy wants to go around calling the the person that wrote this condemning people as transphobic. Then let me say this right now. If you're on the side of Fox Fallon, you hate women. You obviously hate women and think women should be beaten. So there you go. Uh, Straight fire, that's the crazy thing about people throwing out the term transphobic. They throw that term out if you don't agree with their narrative. It's so classy just to name call these days. And that's why I did it. That is why I did it. Straight fire said, I'm not transphobic. That would imply that I'm afraid of them. I just think it's gross. Yeah. I'm not afraid of them. I'll get in a ring with them. Fuck, I'll beat the shit out of a 145-pounder. I'm just saying. Uh, does that rule to apply to Braddy, too? Yeah. I Look, I wouldn't punch Braddy. I'd kill Braddy if I punched her. I mean, there are times where, hey, I understand being pushed, but, hey, I still ain't going to do it. All right. Now, what we got to do is, uh, is that the last of the stupid stories? I tell you what, this is what we'll do. We're going to do Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. Then we'll play two songs. We'll come back. We'll do a story. And then we'll figure, we'll, we'll, we'll do the finals. All right? So first of all, we have to do this. We have to go. Let's get it on. All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, round two. Arnie, uh, they have to be in your weight class at least. Well, I ain't fighting nobody in my weight class. Shit. That'd be dangerous. Especially if they're trained at all. All right, our first matchup in celebrity ass, celebrity rehab ass death match. Reminding you that Gary Busey made it past Heidi Fleiss and Shifty Shelsha, along with Tawny Katane making it past Amber Smith and Daniel Baldwin. Arnie could fight Stacey Abrams in. I'm not as fat as Stacey Abrams. Come on now, Ratburger. Shit. All right, our first matchup, ladies and gentlemen. Get ready. The Long Island Lolita herself, ladies and gentlemen, I give you Amy Fisher taking on former gubernatorial candidate of the state of California and porn star Mary Carey. Amy Fisher, Mary Carey, who ya got? 
Wow. This is a blowout. Look at that. Your out's even here. All right. In this fight now. Just stop it. Stop this fight. Raph. She's going to break her skull. Amy Fisher moves on. The Long Island Lolita advances. Oh, my gosh. I thought, I, I thought Mary Carey might actually go a little further. But I guess I was wrong. Oof. I don't have the sound to clip, or do I? I don't, I don't think I have it. Oh, I haven't seen a beating like this since Rodney King. Yeah, the former star of Celebrity Rehab, uh, the guy who ran from police, and he got hit with clubs. I give you Rodney King, and he is taking on the one and only worm. That's right. I said it, the worm, Dennis Rodman. So, ladies and gentlemen, Rodney King versus Dennis Rodman. Who you got? Sassy Pammy in there? Oh, this is not even a close one either. Jesus. I haven't seen a beating like that since, well, old him. King can't be beat. I like that. Rodman, 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 Oh, it wasn't close. I mean, Rodney King did get some votes, but Dennis Rodman, the worm, prevails. Move on to our next group here. Oh, boy. These, these last two are the toughest Boy, oh boy. I, I think I've outdone myself on these. The first one, star of Beverly Hills Cop, Rocky Four, six foot nine, 272 pounds of lean, mean, Russian killing machine. I give you Brigitte Nielsen taking on former. Ninth wonder of the world in the WWE, then turned to the wor- the world of pornography. I give you China. Brigitte Nielsen versus China. Who ya got? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, body blow, body blow, left, left. Okay, coming back, a little bit, coming back. Oh, no, but it's too late. We have a winner, ladies and gentlemen. Brigitte Nielsen beats China. Now, Ratburger, you said I have to go with Nielsen because I think she's a trans. And China isn't? Do you see her clit in those videos? Good Lord. It was like a, it was like a hung moose. Final matchup. 
in the second round, I give you the man who dated Heidi Fleiss, been in and out of rehab for years, the one and only, really good actor too, i got to say, Tom Sizemore from Shaving Ryan's Privates. I'm sorry, Saving Private Ryan. Tom Sizemore versus the original drummer of one of my favorite bands was kicked out of Guns N' Roses because he did too much drugs. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one and only Steven Adler. Tom Sizemore, Steven Adler, who you got? Unbelievable. There we go. Roundhouse, uppercut, flying elbow. Dear Lord in heaven, somebody, he's broken half. Good God, he's dead. Oh, man. Oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, Steven Adler has lost. Tom Sizemore moves on. And the finals are set. The final four is set. Gary Busey and Tawny Katane were already in there. And now they are joined by Amy Fisher, Dennis Rodman, Brigitte, oh, 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 wait, wait, sorry, no, 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 we have to do this. Oh, my bad, my bad, I forgot. we haven't done it in a while, I haven't done it in a while. Now, to get to that final segment, okay, blah, 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 here we go. First one, Amy Fisher, the Long Island Nolita, taking on the worm, Dennis Rodman. Who you got? God dang, I forgot how to do this. Yeah, I, I had a feeling it was going to go this way. Yeah, we, oh, oh, wow, look at that. All right. Up, up. It ended, ladies and gentlemen, with Dennis Rodman moving on to the finals. The worm has made it to the finals. And now we have the matchup that we've all been waiting for. Brigitte Nielsen taking on Tom Sizemore. That's all I've got to say. Who ya got?
Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, we have one of the biggest upsets in of all time in celebrity ass deathmatch history. Bridget Nielsen moves ahead of Tom Sizemore to make it to the Final Four. She joins Dennis Rodman, Gary Busey, and Tawny Katane. We will find ourselves a winner next. Hast du etwas Zeit für mich? Singe ich ein Lied für dich von 99 Luftballons auf ihrem Weg zum Horizont? Denkst du vielleicht gerade an mich? Singe ich ein Lied für dich von 99 Luftballons? Und das sowas von sowas kommt. Lee. 
show's got more ass on it than a public toilet. Probably more diseases, too. The Arnie State Show. Call 775-357-FANS. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Oh, no. If I have any Democrat listeners, I'm sorry to report this. President Joe Biden has announced that he will not be eliminating $50,000 in student debt. Shooting down a proposal that prominent Democrats introduced this month, he says, quote, I will not make this happen. You, you know the Democrats are not happy about that. You know what they're saying. Boy, you might be legally retarded. Well, I have to say... No, he's not retarded. No, that, that first presidential thing he's done so far. So there you go. There you go. Uh, let's see. Uh, Eric Brown says, anyone that is pro to a Second Amendment have a good brand of safety goggles and ear protection that they prefer? I went for the first time yesterday and lost my trigger finger virginity, and now I'm looking for safety gear for the next time I visit a range. I have no idea. Okay. (laughs) Aggie Brian says, that was the only reason why I voted for him. Well, what the fuck? Oh, wait, I wasn't that stupid. My app can't, what what won't he do? It crashed. Uh, Oh, he, he he will not forgive student debt. He will not forgive student debt because he's not that stupid. Now, look, I played uh, Gwen Stefani there, and uh, I recorded something. And, and, and you know what? I should have known. I should have known that it was going to be a, a punch right in the fucking crotch watching this thing. But I watched the first ten minutes of it. And it was a tribute to the Grand old Opry. The heart and soul of country music there in Nashville, Tennessee, the shithole that Nashville is. And they weren't at the Ryman, so they were at the Grand Ole Opry, which used to be at the Ryman, but they didn't go to the Ryman anymore, so it's really not the Grand Ole Opry, but I digress. And it was hosted by Brad Pussy. What was it? Oh, Brad Paisley. And the world's biggest shitbag, Blake Shelton. First of all, why is Blake Shelton there? Oh, I'll tell you why he's there, because he works for the network. You see, Blake Shelton, the piece of shit that he is, about four or five years ago, had a very infamous quote that he said. He said, nobody wants to listen to their granddaddy's country music. Well, there was a certain fella. He goes just simply by Hank the Third, that said, I might have to say something about that. You know, he is the grandson of this fellow. By the way, this song holds up today. Say hey, good looking. Why the fuck are these guys talking about the Grand Ole Opry? Why are they talking about the Grand Ole Opry? They should have played old clips from, like, George Jones and, and, and everybody that's played the opera. 
George Strait, not a member of the Grand Old Opry, so it's not real country music. Hank Williams, not a member of the Grand Old Opry, so the Grand Old Opry can kiss my ass. Johnny Cash, not a member of the Grand Old Opry, fuck off. Willie Nelson, not a member of the Grand Old Opry. Eat my tank. They had that broad Carrie Underwood, the gal who likes to yell. Hootie was on there. Now, come on. And then the the biggest shitbag in the world made his opera debut the other night. Kane Brown. Kane Brown is the fucking moron that called 911 because he got lost on his own fucking property. He obviously has never heard of Hank Williams Jr. song, A Country Boy Can Survive. I got called 911. Mom, I'm lost. I'm lost to my own property. No, George Strait is not a member. He's turned it down. Hank turned it down. And the reason that there are a lot of reasons speculated. Now, I don't buy this reason. I think he turned it down because they kicked, they won't let Johnny Cash perform there. And George Strait is a big Johnny Cash fan and a big Hank Williams Sr. guy. I think that's why George turned it down. They say he turned it down because he lives in Texas. And if you're a member of the Opry, you have to play the Opry a lot. You don't have to play the Opry a lot. I don't see Garth Brooks there every three weeks. Garth Brooks, member of the Opry. So the Grand Old Opry can suck my fucking ass. Still yet to be there. I do want to go. I don't believe in it, though. And, and if you have that on tape, go ahead and delete it, because it's, it, it's a hunk of garbage. <laughs> 911 operator. Turn around. You see that house? It's yours. <laughs> and sadly, today we have to mourn the death of something. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's the death of an icon. It's the death of something that I didn't think could ever die. But it obviously has come to an end. And that is the death of the Kit Kat bar. Kit Kat V. It's not five, it's V. It's a new... Just stop it. Just stop it. It is a new plant-based alternative. Certified vegan and made from 100% sustainable cocoa. I'm just going to tell you this right now. I'll never eat another Kit Kat bar as long as I live. I will not try the vegan Kit Kat bar. You want to know why? Because I will be able to tell the difference. It will not taste the exact same. Stop with that. You motherfuckers need to stop with that shit. Okay? Vegan burgers do not taste like burgers. There's nothing wrong with them. I've had a vegan burger. Now, they're not getting rid of old Kit Kats. Yet, 
But do 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 we really need vegan Kit Kats? I mean, I'm sure vegans are dancing in the street saying, we got another one. We got another one. The company has used rice, oat, soy, coconut, pea, and almonds for other concoctions. Let me just say this right now. Nestle Company, I hate you. I hate you for ruining something that, that was so good and pure. Childish, child-esque. Uh. Wait, uh, Douglas, what do you got for me here? Did I read the same story you just gave me? The case of transgender athletes, why sports aren't fair, and that's okay. Between growing up in a number of states passing legislation, yeah, I'll read that a little bit later. I like, man, I, I, I'm tired of the, look. Uh, I, I just recently watched something, and I got to say that I was opposed to it. I, I really was opposed to it. Uh, there is a coach, and, and we'll we'll finish up. This will be my last thing before we finish up the uh, death match. There's a, a, a series, a streaming series going on. It's called The Coach Who Never Punts. Now, I've heard of this guy. He's in Pulaski, Arkansas, getting a home of inbreeding like there's no tomorrow. And he's won like eight state championships. And he never punts the ball, no matter how far it is. If it's fourth and 12 and he's on the two, he still goes for it. He always goes for two points. And he always does an onside kick. Always. He does that always. And he just, uh, last year, 2019, they won the state championship. And that's what this video was on was on them driving down and winning the state championship in their whole season. He's a tough coach. And he had a girl kicker on the team. She was from the soccer team. No, not like Vanderbilt, not like them. This girl tried out for the team, made the team. She was on the soccer team. But here's the deal. When the team would fuck up, they would have to do up-downs. You run in place, and as soon as he says down, you drop down, do a push-up, then you come up, and you're running in place. Well, she didn't have to do those. She was just doing sit-ups. That's not being a part of the team. Hey, coach, I I admire this coach a lot, minus his anti-chewing tobacco stuff. He's kind of being a pussy there, but okay. I wouldn't say that to him because he's fucking jacked. But the girl's doing – and now he did treat her the same when she would mess up an onside kick. He'd yell at her. And, and I, I have no problem with that. And she'd cry a couple times. He's like, there's no crying here. And I was like, good. Treat her the same. Treat her the same that you treat the boys. Have her do up-downs. Don't have her just doing sit-ups. This idea, and by the way, he always does onside kicks, so the punter, the kicker never gets hit. Convenient. Uh, let's see. These woke people are just trying to justify men competing in women's sports. It's so dumb. Yeah, you're right. Douglas, you're absolutely right. There is no justification for it. When women belong with women in sports, men belong with men in sports. The end. If that makes me name-calling name worthy of transphobic, then go ahead, call me that. I'll just say you hate women. Oh, you don't like that? Oh, okay. Well, too bad. I don't fucking care. 
you fucking hate women. If you want to allow men to compete against women, you fucking hate women. The end. Uh, Stackar says, did you see the other doc called the coach that never wins the Jason Garrett story? Yes. Yes, I lived with that for quite some time, Stackar. And that's quite rich coming from you, a Chargers fan. Ed Brian says, oh, my God, you're leaving? How else am I supposed to get through putting this Ikea bullshit together? Who am I going to listen to now? Just kill me now. Well, listen to an old show. Go back to where you are busy maybe one day and you couldn't listen. Put that show in. Because now we have arrived. We have arrived, ladies and gentlemen. We have arrived to the finals of Celebrity, Celebrity. Rehab. 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 I got to say, this has been a blast today. Going through the castmates of Celebrity uh, Rehab and finding out who would win in a battle to the death. We have got it down to our final four competitors. Gary Busey, Tawny Katane, Dennis Rodman, and Brigitte Nielsen. So now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to play the game once again. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? All right. In the Eastern Regionals, we go. Our first matchup. The star of movies like The Buddy Holly Story. The star of Point Blank. The man with the biggest teeth in Hollywood, I give you Gary Busey. Taking on the chick who is only known to be dancing on Cars and Whitesnake videos. I give you Tawny Katane. Gary Busey, Tawny Katane. Ladies and gentlemen, who you got? Ladies and gentlemen, we have ourselves a winner. And that winner is Gary Busey by a landslide. Gary Busey in the finals. Gary. Where he will be matched up against NBA Hall of Famer, rebounding legend, cross-dressing legend, 
friend of Kim Jong-un, the one and only worm, Dennis Rodman, who will be facing off against, we saw her first in Beverly Hills Cop, or maybe it was Cobra, I don't remember. She dated Stallone for a while. Her biggest impact on the world not only was Celebrity Rehab, but Rocky IV. I give you Brigitte Nielsen, who ya got? Because Dennis Rodman moves on. Oh, my God. That is an upset. I thought Brigitte Nielsen would make it. So here we go. Strap in there, people. Our final matchup for Celebrity Rehab Deathmatch. I give you Gary Busey versus Dennis Rodman. Who you got? You, you are not like the racists that listen to this show. Gary Busey is your champion by a landslide. Gary Busey, the champion of Celebrity Rehab Ass Deathmatch Challenge. God, that felt good doing. That was a fun one there. So there you go. Gary Busey takes it home. Hey, and his teeth. Gary Busey's probably going to hear about this and probably ask me for what reward he gets, what kind of award he's going to get from it, because that guy is a nut. Fuck you guys all, Hot Mama says. Uh, all right, that does it for the big show today uh, on this wonderful, beautiful, happy... Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! As I look outside and see none of the snow melting, 
Man, that's awesome. Uh, I wish you guys a great Wednesday into Friday Eve, motherfuckers. That's right. Friday Eve is tomorrow. We are almost done with this treacherous week. Uh, So until then, please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. So until tomorrow, adios, everybody. You ain't never fell as far as when you fall in love Except the fall you take when you've been loved and given up When you have your heart and soul rubbed into the dirt An 80-proof bottle of tear stopper will take away the hurt Give me an 80-proof bottle of tear stopper And I'll start feeling I forgot her Sits me free. It ain't easy losing love, although it's turned out bad. All at once you're turning off old feelings you once had. But I found a helping hand right here in my hand. An 80 proof bottle of tear stopper will help me take a man. Give me an 80 proof bottle of tear stopper and I'll start feeling I forgot her. Get a little loose and lose her memory. And I won't think I'm close to dying cause it dries up all my crying. An 80 proof bottle of tear stopper always sets me free. Radio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.